someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, March 13th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever that stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we like to do that. We like to talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find uh, numerous other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Of course, that's our website. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Moe's here. She has news yes, in a few sir. minutes. Jack is here. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program. Right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, of course, your opportunity to win a You Matter business card. That will guarantee you, if you win, guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, <laughs> bad luck for 24 hours. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Followed by Jack's audio file. Got the regular round of closest to the pin later today at 6, Fritz on the Street. Then we'll find some drive home music for you, then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program before we get into Rex Tillerson and uh, Scott Maxwell. Mm. So, uh, fashion icon, Hubert Givenchy, <laughs> yes. uh, is uh, dead, passed away. Um, so, what do you think about his obit in the New York Times? Oh. This is how we judge your worth. <laughs> it's, it's our way of kind of yeah. judging your worth. Yeah, sure. Your contribution mm, to society. Exactly. Right. So, what do you think? Givenchy... Let's see, a featured spot on the NBC Nightly News. I will go, and you're asking. That's another. Yeah, what is it getting in the New York Times? All right, three pictures, three quarters of a page. All right, Jack says three pictures, three photos, and three quarters of a page. Two pictures, half a page. I'm going to go full page, two pictures inside with a photo on the front. Starts with a photo on the front? Yes. With... uh, the line, it's a photo of uh, Audrey Hepburn from Breakfast at there Tiffany's. There yeah. Hubert mm-hmm. uh, de Givenchy, Coutier, for Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's, dead at 91. Go to page A22. So I go to page A22. 
And it's five photographs. Oh, my Damn. word. And a full page. Yes, full page. Full page. Points. Wow. Wait. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good. Handsome man when he was young. Good looking bugger, huh? Good for him. Let's see. Look at that. And we forget how, like World War II vets, you know, you mm. see him shuffling down the street, you know, and just inching along. You forget how young and vibrant and mm. they were in their youth. And Givenchy, you see him later in life. But there he is as a young man. That's a good-looking oh guy, my. isn't he? Absolutely mm-hmm. handsome. No question va, va, about va, that. Boom. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Played by Daniel Day-Lewis in the movie. That's it might have been something. It might have been a relation of some really? sort. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. A takeoff on his life? The Phantom Thread thing? I, yeah, I was just... I don't know. Because it's a only I mean, Taylor movie, I know. How about... Uh, Tinker t- Taylor, Taylor? Soldier Spy. Spy or something. <laughs> John Le Carre. But, Gary Oldman. Le Carre, yeah, something. The John author. Carre, yeah. Mm-hmm. British. Yeah. Gary Oldman was nominated for that, was he not? Was Gary Oldman in that movie? Was he? What's his name? Who was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie was in it. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush. Rush. Wasn't he? It's Joffrey. Wait a minute. It was a Joffrey. Wait, hold on. Joffrey Rush and uh, who played James Bond? The one that... Craig, uh, David... No, Daniel the Remington Craig. Steel guy. Oh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. I think he was in Bond. it. Oh. I'm not sure, so I'm not... I'm getting not points for that? Oh, oh, all right. All right, Rex Tillerson has been ousted as Secretary of State, unceremoniously dumped by the President of the United States. Found out in a tweet. Isn't so that, the question is... Such bad form. Yeah, the, you know, what as far think? as I'm... Yeah, the President's a putz. You know, you, well, he's a putz. Well, I don't know no, you're going to fire... No, uh-uh. I, I've had to fire people. Not a lot, but I've had to do it in the past. It's not easy. It's not. Anybody gets any joy out of firing somebody, unless they really, really deserve it because they're just... But anyway, for the most part, you get any, anybody who gets any joy out of firing people, that's a, that's a, that's a sociopath in the making, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, it's not a pleasant experience. But you get... You know, it's one of the things you do as a manager, a supervisor, whatever you... The boss... You owe it to the, don't you say, Rex, uh, welcome back to Africa. Rex, have a seat. I've got some bad news for you. Uh, I've decided uh, that I'm going to move on to another secretary of state, so I'm going to ask you to uh, resign. Uh, I'm just going to have to let you go. I appreciate your contributions to this country. I know it was difficult. I know that you and I didn't see eye to eye. On some policy issues, you know, I'm going to let the moron comment. Uh, you know, I'm, it's okay. I understand. I'll let that go. But yeah, it's just you know, when you agree, it's just not working out. It's just uh, it's not, I'm going to make. I've made a decision. But you got to do it face to face, don't you? That's a man. I've been fired on the phone by phone. Oh, yeah. Don't come in. Is that what I said? Hi, you're fired. Don't come in. No, I was in college radio, and I had plans well in advance to take New Year's Eve off. And then at the last moment, the guy who ran the radio station said I had to work New Year's Eve, and I used an expletive. Oh, I was on the air at the time, but I was on the phone with him, and I used an expletive. And um, he Oop. said, there's no reason for you to uh, come in anymore. Oop. So I have to finish the shift? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> let's say, but fi- yeah. I can't think of any other. Uh, text me. I mean, just let me know the worst way you've been fired. Seven, Telegram. 77031. If I mailed you pigeon. a letter severing your employment and you didn't receive it, would you work here indefinitely? <laughs> well, somebody would have to say something to you eventually. <laughs> Has you anybody know, really ever why gotten is a pink he slip? still here? 
Like yeah. you walk and sit down, I have bad news for you, and they hand you a slip, and it's pink in color. Mm-mm. No. No. Where'd that I've come from? I've never heard of that. Maybe it's from the old forms where, like, the top copy's white, and the, your Maybe. copy would be pink, and it's like they, like, the... the they got to type it out in triplicate, and you yeah, get yeah. the pink form. Yeah. Pink you know, the one on the onion skin. Oh, oh yeah. You crumble, yeah, yeah. crumble up like you want to crumble up the boss's yeah. skull. Oh, brother. So you, as you're you getting fired. So, you sound so violent The now. fiery copy. Hits well, it. you know, you, so you throw it at them. It's better than shooting them. I'm just saying. So oh, anyway. Yeah. So, so How many violent. people here have been fired? I've been fired. I've never been fired. I have. Mm. Yeah, I have. They fired uh, everybody in my department. It was the Ides of March. You know, so uh, the 15th. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so everybody in my department was fired. And at the end of the day, I was the, the news director at the time. And everybody was fired all day long. And then they called me in and I was gone at the end of the day. I worked at a few places that closed. That's not fired. Okay. No. No, I, that's not fired. Okay. Mm-mm. Like they canned the whole news department at uh, the local station over there when I used to do TV news. They canned the whole like the whole news. It's like okay, no more news. I mean, you get a budget reductions in this. Thing. You're really fired. You just you just laid off. There's you know maybe there's a difference between being laid off. Like we're laying off people. There's budget concerns as opposed to come here, step into the office. You're out. I'm here. sorry. Uh, we've decided to let you go. Well, well how many others? Like you did no, only you. Well, that means you did something wrong. That means for cause then. Yeah, fired for cause, or maybe you were fired for, uh, well, for budget reasons, And uh, but you're the only one. See you later. Sorry. I know this is difficult for you, but you have to do it, fa- I, I believe. Uh, the proper way is, uh, you know, is to do it uh, you know, face, face to face. face. That's a real you know, you're fired. doing it by tweet. Come on now. What a chucklehead this guy is, huh? A texter got fired by phone on their day off, which was also their birthday. Ooh. That's not right. <laughs> I mean, very of course, and then because of budget concerns and the way that people plan, I guess it's uh, the fiscal year, something to do with that. It always seems about the third week in December they start firing people. They just, you know, <laughs> they don't they? They got to get out of here. We're getting ready, but it's Christmas. Well, you know, we're letting you know before Christmas Day. What else do you want? And uh, you know, hope you find another job, Bob Cratchit. Here's your stuff. Ho ho ho. <laughs> yeah, get out. So, anyway. not nice. Uh, try to, if you have the opportunity, to read Scott Maxwell's column today. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah. It's a great story. I'm not going to get into it today unless we have time. Unless we really want to, we'll talk to Scott tomorrow as we normally do on Wednesdays, but it's essentially about a, uh, a murder, a convicted, a person who went to trial, he was convicted of murder, he was sentenced to death, and an appeals court or the Florida Supreme Court overturned the conviction. It's gone back for retrial. There's there's blood evidence now, DNA evidence, which strongly suggests that this individual was not involved in the crime. He has always claimed his innocence. There is mounting uh, evidence that another person uh, quite possibly committed the crime, but they're taking it back to retrial. I'm not quite sure why the state attorney's office in Seminole County is doing this, but another, ca- but it, this case was overturned, and uh, the judge, the presiding judge, refuses to recuse herself from from uh, this trial. And Scott Maxwell really gets into it today. It's a, it's one of his it's one of his best columns. Uh, he always writes a good column. He has his finger on the on the you know. And what's happening in Central Florida, and this one is is fantastic. I would urge you to read it, and then ask yourself whether justice is being served. I know there was a motion made this morning on the part of the defense 
um, asking that the that the sitting judge at this second trial recuse herself and at least another judge be brought in for the retrial, and she denied uh, that motion. We'll take a little break, come back. Moe's got the news. We got that uh, bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming, all this good stuff. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. City travels to Yankee Stadium to take on the New York City FC this Saturday. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. on FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. From the news, got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more to there's more to there's more to From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. There's more Time for the news. Here's Mo. Rex Tillerson was unceremoniously kicked to the curb by the Trumpster early this morning. And CIA Director Mike Pompeo will stand in his place. Uh, Now, Tillerson, it's been a rather upsetting year, you know, that he's been in this job. Mm. Uh, He has said some things about the president. He has differed with the president. He has uh, diametrically opposed on some things like Iran, the the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, Of course, he was just in Africa trying to settle everybody down after the president called those places, uh, well... A nasty name. Uh, so now this is one of the many people, the the revolving door that is the cabinet and is the Oval Office and is the West Wing. Uh, and he had barely gotten off the plane from Africa when he learned, not in a face-to-face, but in a social media post, that he no longer had a job. He will stay till the end of March. Uh, and his second-in-command, when asked, you know, his name is Goldstein or something, he they said to him, what happened with this? How did this happen? And Goldstein said, well, I think it happened in social media and uh, not face-to-face. Uh, he was also unceremoniously dumped as well. Oh! Uh-huh. Steve Goldstein. There it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, Tillerson hasn't gotten great reviews from people within the State Department. The yeah, area that's that he's... left of it. Yeah, there's very few people, uh, positions filled, mm-hmm. a lot of openings. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Pompeo, who was the former CIA director, so they're all sort of playing musical chairs, like everybody move circle to the left, and then uh, so now Pompeo is now sitting as Secretary of State, right. or, you know, whatever, and the person that they put at, in the CIA, where Pompeo, now that chair's open, right? So they elevated the deputy director of the CIA to the top spot. This woman would be the first woman ever nominated for the CIA. Now that sounds good when you say it fast, except when you learn that she's a big proponent of waterboarding and and other things that uh, are not so hot. So, anyway, well, she was uh, caught destroying evidence. She like got rid of the video that showed all of this very bad behavior. And anyway, that's the woman they put. Isn't that in. who you want in the CIA? Not really. CIA, it's a dirty business. Yeah. Well, but you don't. We don't torture people here. That's what. You know, if you get Justice mm-hmm. Department clearance, <laughs> right. that's what they had. That's right. Justice Department did and said, "Here's uh, here's what we believe," and yeah. the CIA, okay. Okay. We got the clearance from the Justice Department. We don't make the rules. Start dripping. 
uh, despite recent rains, Jim, that have washed away some pollens, this is terrible allergy season. It is a very tough time. I vote for that. For Floridians who suffer from allergies. Oof. The uh, allergists are now saying Florida is as bad a place for allergies as any place in the world. Is it because of the early bloom? It's, yeah, sure. Everything started sprouting early. Too early. It's too warm. It's too early. Too it's soon. just It's messing with everything. It's yeah. messing with your nose. It's messing with the birds. I mean, it just... Uh, it is interesting that they Migratory say... Migratory patterns are getting all screwed up. It's important to get treatment, Jackie, if you have these allergies. What do you mean? Birds treatment? are dying by the millions and the billions, and it's like, oh, my poor allergy. I blow my nose. What else No, do you that's mean? not treatment. Because the inflammation that these allergies can cause makes you more susceptible to both bacterial and viral infections. Oh, God. Planets in a death spiral. And Jack's got allergy. a runny nose. I don't know what I'm do about this. My first world problem. You should not have to suffer, Jack. The sniffling, sneezing, and watery <laughs> eyes caused by pollen. Just saying. <laughs> now, a Florida judge, Jim, is offering the release of video from the Parkland school shooting. Actually, it was captured on the surveillance camera system at the school, yeah. supposedly showing the former deputy, the one who didn't go into the building, because he was told by his dispatchers that the shooters were outside at first. Uh, that was the former deputy. Uh, that's the first thing. Prosecutors didn't want it released over concerns about how it might hurt the investigation into the shooting suspect. Uh, a judge Please. disagreed and sided with the media who said the public has a right to see how government officials reacted to the shooting. That's government correct. officials being the cop or the other people that arrived on the scene also with the same bad advice, unfortunately. This is always the claim by, uh, by OPD and other law enforcement agencies as it related to the yeah. pulse shooting. Right. And uh, how are you going to be able to determine as a citizen uh, whether you think that uh, law enforcement acted appropriately or maybe in some instances inappropriately, unless you're allowed to see it for yourself? Uh-huh. I don't want to suggesting, you know. Well, do you want to see it then? The Parkland shoot? No. It's not the shooting itself. It's outside, I think, no. video. But okay. No. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that they have until Thursday. The judge has given them a day or two. I mean, if to there's something along the lines of, "Hey, you need to look at this video because the video will clearly show blah blah blah," and a case is made for mm-hmm. malfeasance or improper. Right. Be- yeah, take a look. But I mean, if it's just it's just the video, there's you know right. nobody said there's anything on the video that will show anything seriously, you know, wrong. Uh, no. The, no, sher- the sheriff of um, Polk County, uh, Grady Judd, will go before the school board over there today to address school security and will outline all of the options his agency can provide. Now, this Grady Judd, Sheriff Judd, supports the idea of having volunteer school staff members carry a weapon onto the campus as long as they meet some training criteria mm-hmm. and pass a background check. But Polk County School Superintendent is butting heads with Sheriff Grady Judd. Uh, Superintendent Jacqueline Bird announced that she does not plan to allow school faculty to be armed. Why does a Grady Judd go before the uh, the Polk County Commission and say, "You need more? I need more money budgeted uh, so that yeah. I can put more deputies on school campuses instead of uh, you know you taking Lois out of the cafeteria in between her baking the pizza uh-huh. and uh, taking her out for marksmanship training." Oh boy. Uh, the parents of students down at Douglas High School, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas uh, in Parkland, are continuing their push for gun control today, this time in St. Petersburg. The group is called Kids First, Politics Second. And they have a big public hearing at the Florida Constitution Review Committee, and they do not believe school safety, the package that was passed by the legislature and signed by the governor, mm-hmm. they don't think it goes far enough. Mm-hmm. So they are over there protesting. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Bill Nelson is blasting the administration's new safety school plan, school safety plan, 
which includes the provision to put guns in the hands of teachers. Um, Bill Nelson, a Florida Democrat who is up for re-election this year, took to the Senate floor last night to call arming teachers, quote, a terrible idea. All right, let me take a little break. Mo's got the birthday. She's got the food. She's got more news. We've got a bonus round of closest to the pin in about 35 minutes or so. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Birthdays or birthdays, food, more news. Here's Mo. All of the above, yes. Today is the 13th of March in the year 2018. And today it's a double day for food. It's a coconut tort day. Mm-hmm. You know, a little coconut, um, you know. Like a, a snowball? A, uh, no. No, not a coconut snowball. It's a little pie, a coconut <laughs> tort. It's like, you know what a fruit tort is. You know, it's a small little with a, with a pie crust and it's got different color fruits <laughs> on it. This is a coconut tort. It's it's a little it's a it's a lovely dessert. Are you coconut shavings on something? I don't think like that a makes pudding? it. It's kind of a puddingy tort. Yeah, Both I and, think tort is is puddingy. Tort. It the consistency for me is an issue. Uh, the other day that it shares with coconut day or coconut tort day is it's also National Ginger Ale Day. Upset yeah, stomach? It's pretty good for you. I like it. Yeah, it's the basis. Oh no, it isn't. That's ginger beer. But ale and beer to me are the same, so I wonder mm. if ginger ale is the same. Nope. But Coke, uh, but ginger beer and ginger ale to me sounds exactly the same. But anyway, oh, that's no. what you use in a Moscow mule. Ginger beer. Beer. Yes. yes. This is not ginger beer day. It's ginger ale. Ginger well, ale. Ale is a synonym for beer, so whenever I hear it's mm. ginger beer, I think, well, why couldn't ginger ale work? Ale is a type of beer. Yes, correct. I mean, uh, not all ale, not all beer is ale. I understand that. But when I hear ginger ale, that's ginger. To me, it's beer. I don't know. Never mind. It is ginger ale day. What? What yeah. ginger ale? You think of ginger ale as the same thing as beer? Ginger beer. No, ginger no, beer. Not even, not because even close. ale is beer, right? And I think the synonym is close enough. And if I if I make it a Moscow mule and I don't have ginger beer. Your husband says, my stomach is killing me and I just got out of the trots. I'd like some ginger ale and some saltine crackers. Yes. Have a I beer. see you go over there you pick no. up a six pack of ginger beer. Ginger beer and ginger ale to me is probably closer than. And you're going to bring the ginger beer back and just go, what are you, what are you okay. doing? It's non alcoholic. It's got the ginger flavor. Here, drink this instead. I don't want fizz. ginger beer. I want ginger ale. Ginger beer has alcohol in it. No, it does not. Yeah, huh? No, sir. Yeah, huh? Absolutely not. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, a whole bunch of homeowners. Well, can we in or- straighten that out before four? I think mm-hmm. we should. There's a triple the number of, of homeowners in Orlando have, are falling behind on their mortgage payments, which is really scary. They looked at the numbers from December when the year closed. Yeah. Triple <clears throat> the number of homeowners are now falling behind on their mortgage payments. Good. That Why is not that, good though? at all because if you are delinquent on your mortgage, the next thing is foreclosure. And, you know, we don't, like, remember how bad it was during 2008? Las Vegas had a problem. We had a problem. I am a little nervous. Like, this is one of those canaries in the coal mine kind of economic forecasty things. If people are falling behind on their mortgage, is that a harbinger of things to come economically for our area? Uh, Orlando has a bad record now yeah, with over... They weren't you know, falling behind on their mortgage so much before until the until the recession hit. Then they couldn't meet their mortgage That's payments. That's correct. In this case, because they were out of work. Yep. They think this time it comes like about six months wow. after Hurricane Irma, and people fell behind, and now it's starting the the you know. It's, oh, they it's, diverted money to put on a new roof. It's or coming something. home to roost. Yeah. Mm. And now they didn't pay their mortgage, ah. and now it's going to be. It goes from 
you know, you're late on something, you're delinquent on something, then you foreclosed upon. Yeah, I think when you finally pay off your mortgage, mortgage, you get a nice note from the mortgage company or the bank saying, congratulations, job well done. No, nothing. Zip. Hardly anything. Just the final deed and it's now yours? Just the the paper? Okay. Good luck. Oh, but the the merchants around (laughs) the state of Florida are expecting a lot of cash and green for St. Patrick's Day. The Florida retailers are predicting a record amount of spending by consumers this year. Um, Let's see, that's four days from now is St. Patrick's Day, so this weekend. They think it's going to be, well, nationwide, $6 billion holiday. The big ticket items for St. Patrick's Day are food, of course, candy, liquor, apparel, and decorations, most of it green. They didn't mention green bagels. Well, I guess they say green food. I guess that's what I think of. Uh, the Florida Irish Heritage Center, according to them, there are approximately how many Floridians who trace their ancestry back to Ireland? Oh, my. Let, let me think about that. Oh, boy. Oh. How many I, Floridians trace their ancestry back to Ireland as I we approach say, uh, St. Patrick's Flori- Day? Four million. Well, Jim, I've been thinking. <laughs> what do you think of Jack? What are you thinking? Jack O'Lantern. Mm-hmm. I think... When they came here, they said, sign here. No, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and they signed. Yeah, how many? And now they are how many? In millions, Mo? Yeah. Out of the 18 million? How many are in Florida? I don't about know any of that. Well, who knows where Floridians went on. I'll go 10 mil. 10? Yeah, I went high. I'll go six. Uh, Jim, it's 2 million Floridians trace their heritage back, uh, so you okay, get the okay, point. Okay, okay. We shouldn't uh, even pay attention to this. That's Florida's unemployment rate isn't going down like it used to, but it's not going up. It's kind of holding even. The jobless rate in January was 3.9%. It's been there since September. An attorney for a Tallahassee woman about to go on trial for selling breastfeeding videos online. Her attorney says the charges should be dropped what? because the videos are protected speech. What, what was the charge? What was the What was the problem? Child pornography. Get out of here. Two years ago, prosecutors called these breastfeeding videos Come child on. pornography and slapped this woman with more than 45 charges. Where was this? In Tallahassee. Uh, Wait a minute. Has anybody seen the videos? I mean, you know. There's a kid Hold in on. It. Yeah, I know. So. Hold on. Just, I mean, is it a is it a real breastfeeding video? 45 videos yeah. on breastfeeding? Yeah. Or is it someone pretending to breastfeed and... Yeah, and it's something else. Kind of like, hey, hey, hey. Tune in Tokyo. I don't know. <laughs> Pink me check out 45 <laughs> videos on breastfeeding? Do it. Do it on your personal life. Do you laptop. need 45? Oh, man, I don't know. I feel like if they're already calling it child porn, it's probably all pulled off the internet. The Florida law says women cannot be prosecuted for breastfeeding. Uh, her attorney filed a motion saying the seizure of these videos is illegal. The trial is supposed to begin April 16th, so we'll keep our eye on that. This really? Says, yeah. This says the videos were of herself breastfeeding her 18-month-old son yeah. while they were both nude okay. and rubbing baby oil on both of them. Mm. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. What? She's rubbing baby oil on him? On her baby. On yeah. both of them. Oh, goodness. She's rubbing baby oil on herself? And the baby while the baby's breastfeeding? Was there anything else involved? What does that mean? Just, uh, you know, like a lollipop or... Yeah. Ew. Self-gratification. <laughs> I mean, what's happening here? Some, you know... There's 45 EDM. videos? I mean, when you say 45... 45 videos. <laughs> Who needs 45 <laughs> videos <laughs> on breastfeeding? Well, people, how-to videos or something. Yeah. I don't know. How-to. Yeah, Yeah, I usually go one or two, like replacing my dishwasher. Uh-huh. I'm good one, two videos. I'm good to go. Yeah. Well, but you have to look through, you know, the YouTube. 45? 
It's not like rebuilding your lawnmower or something. Yeah. I mean, it's... Or figuring out how to cook a steak on the big green egg. There's, there's got to be 45 of those. First thing you need, need to do with the big green egg is get rid of that <laughs> thermometer. What? No, they all say that you need you have, a thermometer. You so, you so do. Because otherwise, how do you know if it's 250 or 750? Touch it. No, thank you. Lick it. No, thank you. <laughs> if you open up the big green egg, <laughs> and you can't tell the difference between 750 and 250. Well, there's a big range. I don't know that okay, I can what pick about between three I would venture to say that most people, that most people, after a while, they throw away that thermometer. I think that. But it breaks. 20 it's, years. It's not that accurate. 20 years. I think that might be the worst advice you've ever given out. What? Throwing away your thermometer for something where you cook things. And you are reliant on the heat of the thing that you're cooking. Well, you can always stick a thermometer into the meat. You can still do that and close the lid. Mm. You know, it's a crap. Then you know, again, the big, you green, know. Egg, the big yeah. green egg's a terrific uh, instrument but, for it, but the, but the thermometer blows. Yeah. I don't know about it because I don't have a big big green egg. By the way, my birthday's coming April you do, 7th. You do it by sooner or later, you learn how to do it. Just get it as hot as you can, then you dampen it down, and then you throw that steak on there. Five minutes, keep it there. Don't do anything to it. After five minutes, turn it over. You got me, You got a medium steak. There are many dozens of videos, and none right. of them say okay. throw Jim away. Jim doesn't know anything. He's only had a big green egg okay. for 20 years. Many of he doesn't know not, anything. I've looked at many of the videos on YouTube, and not one of them says That's throw the away problem. the you're looking thermometer. At too, you're looking at too many videos. You're getting all, you're mm-hmm. getting all fatutzed and, and confabulated. I, I think it's 15 years tops for you. 15, 20 doesn't make any difference. I know it. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Opening now, statements. Look at the videos. You'll drive yourself nuts. Opening, Forty-five of them. Opening statements will be presented tomorrow in the Pulse nightclub trial. Twelve jurors, six alternates were seated from the large jury pool yesterday. Prosecutors hope to prove that Noor Salman knew about her husband's plans and helped him prepare for the Pulse shooting that killed forty-nine people and wounded more than fifty others. The trial is expected to last about mm, three weeks. So that's that. Oh. Speaking of heat and burns and fires and whatnot, big green egg talk, I guess. But Amazon is recalling over a quarter of a million of their Amazon Basics portable chargers. No, yes, 4K. Because they are overheating and causing fires or burns to people. Oof. These things overheat. The battery acid comes out. It burns people. Four reports, reports of property damage due to fire and smoke. Um, the consumer product safety folks say stop using them and call Amazon um, so that you can, uh, you know, get another one. For what devices? It's a um, Amazon Basics portable charger. Hmm? But is it like for iPhone? I don't know. It's a portable. Oh, I think it's a one of those. Like one of the battery packs? Yes. I think it's a battery. Okay. okay. They're called. Good, pow- I don't have one. They're called power banks. Used yeah, to yeah, charge yeah, yeah. smartphones and other gadgets on the go. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Now we're on the same page. Yeah, okay, good. I'm, such, I'm so is, relieved. What page is that? Mm. I don't know. Uh, a charter bus driver is dead after a vehicle fell into a ravine in Alabama early this morning. They believe the bus was carrying band students from Texas, uh, and they were on their way home. They were from Florida. They were going across on I-10, and they smashed into the bridge support, plunged off I-10 near the Florida-Alabama line, it still isn't known what caused the driver to lose control. One person's in critical, five others seriously hurt. Maybe a bee flew in. Oh, I don't know. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or a mouse. Is it running around or a snake comes out of the air conditioning? Go, goes up your pant leg. Ah! 
a roach comes oh God. crawling Ew. across the dashboard. Oh, I would freak. Spider drops by some silk in front of your face. <laughs> and then when you go, ah, you're sucking in, and they go, and you're all got. <laughs> Airball. A national school walkout is set for tomorrow to show support for the 17 killed in the Florida high school shooting in Parkland. Tomorrow is one month. It was on Valentine's Day, so tomorrow's March 14th. That's right. To push for stricter gun control laws. Now, um, what they're doing is tomorrow, it'll happen Wednesday at 10 a.m. local time, whatever your local time is, and will last 17 minutes to honor each of the 17 shooting victims. Over 2,500 school walkouts are planned, according to the organization's website. Some, some schools are actually allowing the students to partake in the walkout, while others are encouraging students to engage in other ways and to keep seated. So that's tomorrow. I'll be very curious to see if we have any local schools or kids that I'm are participating sure in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla, the Tesla company, you know, the uh, Elon Musk uh, electric car people. I think he's so smart. He, he Tes- is smart. Mm-hmm. Tesla is raising the cost of its supercharging stations around 20 to 40 percent based on location. In California, that translates to a jump from $0.20 per kilowatt hour to $0.26. In Oregon, the cost is doubled up to $0.24 for the Model S, and Model X owners will get a credit. They have electric planes now in New Zealand they're using as as taxis. They're like... What? They're kind of like drones. They go 60 miles, electric operated, can Mm -hmm. carry two passengers, no pilot needed. Helicopter-ish kind of looking thing? No, it looks like a plane. It goes up, and then it has propellers that move it forward like a plane like a drone you've seen a drone i have it's sort of helicopter okay. are you more comfortable in a pilotless airplane or a driverless car i think you probably in the not too distant future would be safer in any of these things because i think they probably operate well they don't operate with you know the fallacy not the fallacy but you don't have the problem of human error mm-hmm yeah, I'd like to let them shake this out a little bit before I hop in one of those, but okay. I'm going to get in that helicopter in Hawaii. Pulling it out the doors no. like they had in New York City. Hey. You were right about the harnesses. They were so tight. They were. Yeah, so, because they actually you... had knives that are part of the harness system because they are so tight and buckled in. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only way you can get out of the harness in an emergency is to cut it with a knife that is supplied with a harness. My goodness. Cool. They went upside down. They landed in that a, river. So yes, upside down, underwater, strapped into these harnesses, they couldn't get out of the harness. For 50 right. blocks. Oof. The current took them 50 blocks. Before they could get to them? Yep. Ay, ay, ay. Not much chance of survival there, I'm afraid. No. Well, I doubt they, they went it a looks block. Like they survived the impact. So it was drowning. I would imagine, yeah. Because the pilot survived. And when you watch the video, it looks like it hits. And then it kind of flips under yeah, the water. Right. Terrible. Yeah. All under 35, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, they had one that... kid that was going to get married or he was oh. betrothed. Oh, engaged. Again, betrothed, yeah. Intended. Um, not a, not, yeah, not a nice intended. way to go. I mean, that would just be terrifying. No. Trapped in that harness thing? No, I wouldn't like that. Uh, a bride... That's what you have to do in that helicopter in Hawaii. What? They're going to strap you in. There are no doors on it. They're going to take you up. You know what? The, you know what the helicopter with the doors. You want to be able to look out the doors. Yeah, and you want the snap view. Photographs and videos. You want it to feel like that's you're the kind flying. Of, that's how you're going to get strapped in. 
This is not Vietnam where the, you know gets hovers three feet off the ground. You have no. to hop out. Well, no, no. you just need a tether to George. He's on one side, you're on the other. Yeah, what's that? And then you both jump out. Jump out? I'm not jumping out. Well, no, the tether goes through the helicopter to the other side, and he's your counterbalance. Oh, no. That's not going to happen. Now, what you need is one of those ropes like they had a Black Hawk down. Oh, there we go. If you got some trouble, you just get on that thing and you shoot down like a Navy SEAL. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Down you go. Oh, my God. Come on, Georgie. Come on, Georgie. You can do it. Oh, no, no. We're not doing that. (laughs) Uh, a bride in Arizona is facing charges after she was arrested on the way to her own wedding for a DUI. What? Officers oh, yeah. responded to reports of a three-crash vehicle crash, which, you know, okay, great, the cops show up. And this 32-year-old woman was arrested for DUI while in her wedding dress. Oh, come on. One person in the crash was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. Police posted on social media a reminder not to drive impaired. She was drunk as a skunk on her way to her own wedding. I can't believe I'm doing this. That's right. I think she had a... She was excited. She got a start. I wonder if she'll look back on that day and think, see it as a good thing. Because she didn't get married, I presume. Yeah, I don't know. No, they took her to jail, I think. Well, or no, I think been, she's just facing charges. I don't know. Maybe no, they gave might have her... Might been a good thing. Maybe they gave her a police escort no. to the... I don't know. Yeah, unlikely. Right. Six months after dismissing <laughs> Richard Simmons' libel and invasion of privacy lawsuit against the National Enquirer and Raider Online... Mm. Uh, over stories that claimed he was undergoing a sex change and was transgendering, you know, going through that whole thing. The judge said now that Richard Simmons has to pay nearly $130,000 in attorney's fees to both the National Enquirer lawyers and Radar Online's lawyers. What? Yeah. Who? What? Uh, Richard Simmons. Richard, I'm sorry if you weren't listening, but I can't really start from the beginning. Why he's paying? He had the judge ordered him to pay the attorney's fees for the other side. He sued them saying, you know, you besmirched my good name. It was a libel lawsuit and he got ruled against, you know, he, he didn't win the, the lawsuit. And so now the judge said to add insult to injury, not only didn't you win the libel lawsuit, but now you have to pay the attorneys for the National Enquirer. He said just because they That's called a screw job. I know they actually they wanted much more. It was about half of what they asked for. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so that's it. And a controversial religious organization based over in Clearwater is hoping to change public perception with their own TV channel. Last night, it debuted. The Church of Scientology launched the Scientology Network. Nothing but Tom Cruise movies. No, but that's a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it started out with the leader, mm-hmm. whose name is David Miscavige. Yeah, is he in his uniform? Miscavige. Uh, he was speaking from their building in downtown Clearwater, which is the church's international. You see these guys when they had their conventions? They got uh, they got uniforms. Uniforms? Yeah, they got like admiral uniforms or what? Oh they, my! The whole, the whole whatever. Wait, seriously, you proposed we wear uniforms one time. Remember? Yeah, I thought but it was simply a blazer. I mean, come on, this these people no. they got the uniforms with the epaulets or whatever you call <laughs> mm-hmm. them. The whole thing they salute one another. Seriously. Yeah, what gonna, is that all about? I thought oh. we were going to have jumpsuits. And we, that's what I thought. Like working at a, you know. Oh, with a, a little breast rich, buckle, you know. With the, a mechanic. I like that one. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Good. The Carhartt or whatever. Yeah, they're good. Well, you yeah, take the old uh, British uh, dark blue, and it usually yeah. has a yellow stripe on the sleeves. Mm. In case yeah. you're working a road crew. Nice. They can see it. And they... We mourn the passing gym this oh, afternoon. It was revealed today that uh, rapper Craig Mack is dead, 46 years old, New York oh. rapper. Died of heart failure while in a hospital near his home in South Carolina yesterday. Flavor this, in your ear. Flavor points. in your ear. Thank you. That's right. 1994 points. He was the very first artist to release an album on P. Diddy's label. Ooh. Anyway, he is survived by a wife and two children. 46 years old. Died of heart failure. But ha- oh. Ha- oh. But happy, happy birthday today. All right. 
On a positive note. To, yeah, from death to birth all the way around. Uh, happy, happy, happy birthday! Yeah, happy, happy birthday to William H. Macy. Oh! Fargo oh points. Mm-hmm. 68. Shameless on the dot points. right there. Page 68 it. is Thank right you. on the dot. I yeah. did not know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about um, Charo? Coochie Coochie. Oh. Nice lady. 74. I bet she's playing this game young. Mm, no, yeah. 69. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I think she's older, but I'll go 72. What'd you say? 74. 77. She admits oh. to 77. She does. Yeah. Okay. And finally, happy birthday! the rapper and actor, hip hop guy, uh, Common. How old is he? 46. Yes, oh. 46 is right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's the Lottie Da. Just call me Moira. Today, thank you very much. I take a little break. We'll come back. Pinkman will open up the lines, and he'll pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of Closest to the Pin upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being Right or wrong? Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! It is Rob. He's on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Rob vying for that You Matter business card. He'll get that card if he defeats Pinkman. If he gets that card, it means good fortune for the rest of his life. If he loses, bad luck for 24 hours. So, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap before you play. There he goes. Hey, Rob, how are you today? Doing well, doing well. All right, Rob, I got 10 questions for you. You know how those works. Answer to the best of your ability. They're all connected, but you don't have to worry about that. I just do this uh, because I get kind of a kick out of it. So when you're ready, let's count down for Rob and keep score, please. In three, two, one, begin. Rob Rex Tillerson has been fired as Secretary of State, but a T-Rex figured prominently in the movie Jurassic Park that was released in what year? 1993. So how old is actor Jeff Goldblum? 59. Jeff Bezos is the CEO for Amazon in the billions. What's his net worth? 22 billion. In miles, how long is the Amazon River? 3,000. In Greek mythology, Amazons were a tribe of warrior women. So what's the population of Greece? 30 million. Grease, the movie, was a hit movie released in what year? 1980. In minutes, how long is the movie Grease? 110. Minute Rice is a brand of instant rice first sold in what year? 1955. Rice University is located in Houston, Texas. What's the student population at Rice? 22,000. If uh, get it within 25, you win outright. If John Travolta was a crow in Houston, you would have to fly how many miles to see Olivia Newton-John in Marfa, Texas? 215. Time. All right, there you go. I don't know why I made that Marfa. connection. Marfa. You never I, heard of Marfa, no, Texas? No, I have. It's still, it sounds like 
it was incorrectly named by someone a long, long time ago, and they just went with it. Yeah, Marfa's out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah. it's uh, it was in the news recently. It's a big artist colony now. It's been was that, that way for about ten that, years. That uh, that um, show on uh, Amazon yes. Prime Video. Yes, that went nowhere. Yeah, the one with uh, what's his name, Kevin Bacon. Yes, exactly. I'll give you points for that. But Marfa, yeah, a lot. Of, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to drive. It's out in the middle, really nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. Yeah, being in Texas is nowhere, nowhere. And then you go to Marfa, you're really in nowhere. Ugh. What does that Mr. mean? Pink, nowhere. nowhere. I mean, you have to oh. drive forever to get there, and it's not like a t- couple of towns over. And it's not like the edge of nowhere. It's the middle of nowhere. All right, Mr. Uh, Pinkman, are you ready to play? Yes. All right, here we go. Roll He's the dice. Roll them. This we'll is take great. that number away from 18. No. Six. All right. 12-second handicap. Are you ready to play? Yes. What? Here we go. In three. Still, well, hold on a minute. Ready? I'm still trying to figure out why I made that segue. It doesn't matter. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Rex Tillerson has been fired as Secretary of State, but a T-Rex figured prominently in the movie Jurassic Park that was released in what year? 1992. So how old is actor Jeff Goldblum? 67. Jeff Bezos is the CEO for Amazon in the billions. What is it, his net worth? Uh, Four. In miles, how long is the Amazon River? 325. In Greek mythology, Amazons were a tribe of warrior women. So what's the population of Greece? Uh, 4.5 million. Greece the movie was a hit movie released in what year? 1979. In minutes, how long is the movie Greece? Uh, 121. Minute rice is a brand of instant rice first sold in what year? Uh, that would be 1953. Rice University is located in Houston, Texas. What's the total student population? Uh, 15,000. Get it within 25, you went outright. If John Travolta was a crow in Houston, he would have to fly how many miles to see Olivia Newton-John in Marfa, Texas? Uh, 131. Time. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, I see how I made the segue. Oh, there we go. Oof. Glad you cleared that up. My goodness gracious. Oh, my Goodness. Time-wise, huh? <clears throat> Let's score this game. Jurassic Park, released in what year? And Rob said. 93. And Pinkman. One under them, 92. Right on the money, 1993. Oh, Pinkman. Damn it. How old is Jeff Goldblum? Rob said. 59. Pinkman. 67. 65. Pink. Jeff Bezos, the CEO for Amazon and the billions. What is his net worth? Rob said. 22 billion. Pinkman. Four billion. His net worth is one hundred thirty and a half billion dollars. No, you got that wrong. You made a mistake. That Maybe. can't be right. Well, uh. check it out. <laughs> what I looked at is a one. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Hey, just keep uh, your mind hey. on the game. Yeah, huh? you focus. No, you're right. In miles, how? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. I'll get points for that. No. <laughs> In miles, how long is the Amazon River? Rob said. Three thousand miles. Pinkman. Three hundred twenty-five thousand. Four thousand three hundred forty-five miles. In Greek mythology, Amazons, a tribe of warrior women, uh, that's all they cared about was war. Yeah. So oh, what's yeah. the population of Greece? Rob said. 30 million. Pinkman. Four and a half. 11 million. Yes. Pinkman. Greece the movie. Back on the board. Hit movie released in what year? Rob said. Uh, 80. Pinkman. One under, 79. Yeah. 78. Oh, lucky for you, Pinkman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's close, isn't it? We got four it's to four go. four to three, yeah. In minutes, how long is the movie Greece? Rob said. 110. Pinkman. 121. Right on the money, 110. Oh! Seriously. Big fan, are you? 246. Right on the money, 110. Uh, Wow. Oh, boy. Minute Rice there. That's the connection because I said in minutes, and then I went to Minute Rice. 
Minute Rice is a brand of instant rice first sold in what year? Rob said. 55. Pinkman. 53. 1949. Pinky. Two to go. Oh, man. Rice University, located in Houston, Texas. What's the student population, total student population? Undergraduate and graduate students, Rob said. 22,000. Pinkman. 15. 7,000. Okay. What's the score? Six to five. Oh, man. Rob's in the lead. Get it within 25, and you win outright. If John Travolta uh-huh. was a crow in Houston, there's a connection there. Urban Cowboy would get that. Points. Oh! He would have to fly how many miles to see Olivia Newton-John, no connection, except to Travolta, in Marfa, Texas. Yeah, why was she there? Well, also, Rice is in Houston, so I she thought that was... He wanted to get as far away from them as possible. Oh, boy. Rob said... 215. 215. Pinkman said... 131. Well... John Houston would really have to flap his wings and fly 599 miles from Damn. Houston to so Marfa. Rob wins, but, I mean, not within the distance, but he just wins outright 7-5. to five. Congratulations, it. Rob. Oh. You win that You Matter business card. Good fortune for you for the rest of your life. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close wow. only counts in yeah. horseshoes Unbelievable. and grenades and closest to the pin. Pin, pin. Yeah, Martha. Going to get away from it all. (laughs) Maybe not so much nowadays. Is it the kind of place you would go to and then search for a phone and call your wife and say, Come get me. Get me out of here. I don't know. That was Missouri, wasn't it? No, that was was New Mexico. Oh, yeah. It just—it was beautiful. It was just not crack. It just—they didn't. It wasn't. I thought uh, it had the world's largest. It wasn't what pencil. they advertised. Oh. No, no, that was that in, was a different joint. That was in Virginia or West but you Virginia. Went, you went there, turned around, and came home. Right, that was it. Yeah, same day. Yeah, because you sent us a picture of the world's largest pencil. Right, and but the get me out of here was in New where? Mexico. You were by yourself. New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Were you taking a class or something? It was false advertising. No, it was uh, it was a kind of a cowboy type thing. It wasn't Experience. a dude ranch, but yeah. it was like you know, let's go round up cattle and you can do this. And it was just, oh, this is not, this is not right. Uh-huh. And I was signed up for two weeks because you know you look at the you look at the video and this oh, looks man, awesome. that'd be cool. That looks yeah. like fun. And uh, you know you ride hard. And you're out there all day. And you get to wear all your all your stuff and you know. Pose. And how much of it did you do? A week. Out of the two? Yeah. Can I ask something? What? Did you get any money back? I didn't even go that route. I just wanted you just, to get out. I just you wanted paid, to get you just out of escaped. There. It yeah. wasn't exorbitant. It wasn't a you know, it's just I gotta get it. I think I told him look, I'm going to uh Taos to see New my Mexico? cousin or something. Oh. Yeah, and then when I get in a big look the back and forth and back and forth, you know. <laughs> so I lost. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to Taos to see my cousin. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of why anything else. Why'd you pull else. that out of your butt for? I, mean, I thought it was pretty good, as a matter of fact. They bought it. Yeah, why so, wouldn't they? How would they know? Why would you lie? You got no reason to lie to them. I gotta go. I got I was like, I got you know, a thing. And I think I said, I you know, it was fun, right. but I think you're gonna go see my, uh, you know, gonna go see my but, cousin in Taos. You know, his wife, uh, she's having a baby and, you know, and, and the dog, you know, ran away. But and- as a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, my cousin lives in Santa Fe and that's not too far away from Taos, but I couldn't remember that she lived in Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go for balloon glow. And then I got on the phone. Yeah. Catherine, you have to get me out of here. 
Oh, they were probably listening. Oh, yeah. They, it was a party line. Yeah, yeah, it was you have, to, you have to arrange a flight out of El Paso. I'm driving. going to drive back to El Paso. Get me the hell out of here. And she's at Jim. There's a hurricane coming. That's As right. there always is when I'm outside of Florida, it right. seems. That's true. So, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Bless America. Oh. What? Our friend Rugula Joyce just sent me pictures. Of? Uh-oh. Someone Martha. practicing on the greens at Bay Hill. Oh, oh Tiger. El Tiger. El Tigre. There's no, question. There's no question about uh, he's good for golf. I, I won't deny it. Oh, it's yeah. The uh, the ratings for last weekend, yeah, the highest non-major event in five years. Got to give him credit there. Nice. I mean, She also sent a picture of Arnie's tractor that they oh, yeah. brought down from Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah if you do me a favor, I'm gonna I'll bring it in tomorrow. I'm gonna go buy Perkins and get a pie and Stop if you'll it. take that down there. What kind? It, Peach. It matters to me. <laughs> Tiger, I got something for you. Oh, Frank, your big Perkins box. French yeah. silk. You know? He's like, no, not again. <laughs> it's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Another Tootsie Roll still a good time. I think I'll go get another one. In the meantime, let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Think about it. Over a hundred years ago, they invented that thing, and wow. it is still so good. Mm-hmm. It's not chocolate. It isn't. It's like a chocolatey, waxy thing, but it's still good. It is still sure. good. It's yeah. like the. You know, it's kind of like a yoo It's not yeah. chocolate. It's just kind of, I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. I go to Amscot. I write myself checks. Go to Amscot to cash them, only because they give out free midget tootsie Stop rolls. It. I like <laughs> the midgets. Then yeah. you got the long, skinny ones. Then mm. they have the regular size one. Then they have one that's about a third of the regular that's size. So many different. Yeah, you can't ones, keep yeah. track. You just eat them. It's still a good time. You can't go wrong with a tootsie roll. Yeah, that's true. It takes out your dental work, but other Except, than that, it's, good. Eh, it's okay. It. Not as bad as other. There's other candies that are worse, but the really Those big dots. ones. If you're working yeah. too hard, then it's yeah. just a, really it's a saliva machine. <laughs> On that note, we go to the audio file today. It's brought to you by yes. let's call it the Real Radio Instagram page. Follow the station on Instagram. We uh, we post pictures often at uh, Real Radio 1041 on Instagram. Uh, right now, man, what is going on? Let's get the politics out of the way because I've had texts. How come Moira didn't have in her news about the Department of Justice saying that the president did not collude with Russia? Wasn't it the Department it of Justice? That's because it was the House. That's what I've responded to okay, our good. texter. Then how come she didn't bring it up? I said because we talked about it yesterday. Uh-huh. But yes, it was the GOP-led House Intelligence Committee right. concluding, saying there was no, they found no co- collusion uh, between the Trump campaign and Russia. Now, the Democrats had the mi- uh, the minority in the House and the minority on the committee, and they were led by a California uh, Democrat, Adam Schiff. Yeah. And here he is talking about the conclusion and the end to this committee. Uh, it became apparent really from very early on, uh, from almost a year ago with that midnight run to the White House, 
that the Republicans on the committee viewed their job as protecting the president, not investigating what took place. So while the uh, the big investigation is the one led by Mueller right. for the Department of Justice, that continues. The House committee has concluded, and I believe the Senate still has a panel out there, yeah, do they, they do. not? This, yeah. uh, this investigation pales in comparison to what Mueller is doing. And just because you say there's no collusion, that doesn't mean that uh, no one uh, violated the law. Right. You know, you can still, Mueller, even Mueller could say there's no collusion, but I can tell you somebody engaged in obstruction of justice, some people engaged in perjury. You know, yeah. Whatever. It's by no means over. N- no. He would like you to believe all. it's over, but it's not over. Speaking of Russia, it did not take long for their dirty deeds to uh, uh, be uh, outed by a world leader, not the one of this country, the one over in England, uh, Theresa May, talking about the poisoning of a former Russian spy who is now living in London. He and his daughter poisoned, still, I believe, in critical condition. It's a nerve agent that was used. Trace back to Russia. The government has concluded that it is highly likely that Russia was responsible for the act against Sergei and Yulia Skripal. We're supposed to stand with our allies, aren't we? Isn't that part of the NATO agreement? Mm. I mean, this is an attack on one of our allies. And we just kind of, you know, the president doesn't say anything. He said a little bit today on his way to California. Well, we're looking into this. And if it's something, he said something to the fact, if it's the Russians, but there's no proof it's the Russians. You know, this guy's got, this guy's got his head right up the the Russians' ass. I'm telling you right now, they got video of him doing something, or they got, you know, they've got information that he knows if it comes to light, he might go to prison. I really do believe it. Money laundering, or there's something going on with his boob. Either this was a direct act by the Russian state against our country. Or the Russian government lost control of its potentially catastrophically damaging nerve agent and allowed it to get into the hands of others. Now the Russians are threatening, not threatening, but they're uh, reminding Great Britain that they have nuclear weapons. Oh, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) You know, didn't you think we were beyond that? I did. Didn't, like, in the 90s, after the Cold War... I it's did, like, I thought it would, yeah. We were no longer living under the threat of uh, nuclear annihilation. Anyway. Uh, we all thought that demo- so-called democratic values would take over in the former Soviet Union. And what happened was criminals and, uh, you know, took and became oligarchs and allowed a former KGB agent to become uh, the leader. And uh, and there you go. It's as simple as that. It's uh, you know, it's an oligarchy. It's a criminal enterprise. Well, Jim, it is definitely this is um, an international audio file today. Now we go to Uganda because we have audio and video posted at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. It's where we post our videos. A Ugandan politician. This was actually on International Women's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was suggesting that you can keep your woman in line by beating her. As a man, you need to discipline your wife. You need to, you know, touch her a bit and you tackle her and you beat her somehow. Who's this? Discipline. The president of Uganda? Not not the president. He's a politician in Uganda. 
But well, Idi Amin was dead. <laughs> uh, no. <Really? laughs> and then you feed them to crocodiles. You have to discipline, you know. <laughs> As a man, you need to discipline your wife. You need to, you know, touch her a bit and you tackle her and you beat her somehow. So for every two steps forward, it seems like one step back. Uh, we continue our world travels. Did you know, uh, I know Big Daddy had this yesterday, that at one time... An appropriate way to say hello in Australia was to grab the other person's genitalia. What? <laughs> what? Big Daddy. Day. You guys should listen to Big Daddy. He was breaking all I sorts of I heard that, but I didn't. I can't remember that it was Australia. Is this uh, from the Aborigines? Yes. Or is this after the English arrived? I think that's when it, it became out of favor at that time. And they sent a lot of people from the asylums to Australia. Maybe that, you know. Yeah. It was a former Good penal day, colony. <laughs> oh, maybe Get that's it. the name. Penal, penal. colony. <laughs> anyway, it does bring us to our new game show. It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Is it or isn't it a greeting in a foreign country? Okay, so grabbing someone's junk seems to be an odd way to say hello. But I will give you... A greeting. You tell me if it was, if it is, or is not a greeting in a, a foreign country. Sticking your tongue out is that a greeting? Yeah, Jim, a gre- that's a greeting. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, Jim says yes, and Jim gets a yeah. Tibet. It is a greeting in Tibet. Sticking your tongue out. How about pressing a person's hand to your forehead? Is that a greeting? I would say. Mm, Put your hand on forehead. Yeah. Pressing another person's hand to your forehead. Uh, yeah, that is. That's, that's a, a greeting? greeting. Yeah, it is a greeting in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Putting your finger inside the other person's right nostril. Oh, stop! Yes. I would, no, I'm gonna say that no. Can't be right. I, don't, I can't. Like, I can't believe nose, it. Like, uh, no, no, I'll say no. It is not a greeting. Nah. Right. Nose kisses. Yes. Oh, just rub, rub, rub. Yeah, 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 sure. Oh boy, we're doing well. For extra points, tell me where nose kisses is a greeting. Oh, oh. Pinkman. Pinkman. Alaska. No, Oman. Someplace cold, I was going to think. Yeah. Oman. Oman. Yeah. It's hotter than hell there, isn't no, it? No, that's right. <laughs> Spitting on the other person's foot. Is that a greeting? Uh, I would think not. You're mad yes. at her, maybe. I don't think so. It is not a greeting. Oh, I tried. Pressing foreheads together and looking into each other's eyes. Yes. Is that a greeting? That's yes. a greeting, yes. It is in New Zealand. Pressing cheeks together and inhaling together. Is that a greeting? No. Yes. You are firing at 100% right now. Mm -hmm. That is a greeting in Tuvalu. I don't know where that is. South Pacific, down near uh, near Midway. It's beautiful there. How about burping? Is that a greeting? Yes. Oh, really? Jim? No. Oh, I can't believe it. No. Not agreeing. No, gross. All right, I only have one one more <laughs> oh, left. Oh, come on. And you have a perfect score. Man. Grabbing a person's fingertips and touching your heart with them. Yeah. Jim. Yes. That it, Wait, is that your final answer? Yes, that's a greeting. Oh, <laughs> man. It is a greeting in Malaysia. He tried to trick you. That is... What? Yeah, you're all like, Are you sure you want to answer that, Daddy-O? <laughs> you're lucky I didn't have that final answer button. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, congratulations. You got those all right. Sweet. All right. So uh, let us continue. Ellen, 
podcasting, Jim. It's uh, you know, it's not just a Tom and Dan thing. Everyone seems Everybody's to have a podcast, yeah. except for me and my wife. We haven't done a podcast. I, yet. I, I, I don't have one. Or you, I, you should have had to get off my lawn podcast. I still think that's a good idea. Of, yeah, it's too much work. <laughs> it I is. don't want to. Uh, I've been why, behind a microphone since 1968. I don't, you know, I don't do this anymore. That's why you need an executive. Get off my lawn. You need an executive producer. I'll come over on Saturdays and we'll. No, we'll you have to go to the mall. You have to go to the mall and interview the walkers we'll and, go on and see what they're all angry about. It's like the ticked off column, but for yeah. senior citizens. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and they're always ticked off about something. <laughs> My daughter-in-law no, hates right. me. I, can't, I don't know why he married her. We definitely need to at least cut the demo for this one. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I just don't want to. Ellen was on a podcast. Did you know her brother was in show business? No. Her brother, apparently, according to Ellen, created an iconic character and one that I would fall asleep trying to stay up to watch. Ooh, late at night. Late at night. Kind of character. And my brother uh, at that time, I think he was already on Saturday Night Live. He created Mr. Bill. So he was Mr. Hands. You're so kidding. kidding. Yeah. kidding. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Ellen DeGeneres' brother oh, was the Mr. Bill. Create, yeah, Mr. Oh, no. Sluggo. That was great. That yeah. was good. Yeah, but it had an appeal to kids. And so at that time, Saturday Night Live, you know. Oh, damned. Yeah. So uh, that was Ellen DeGeneres' brother. She goes on to talk about. Her sitcom, her sitcom yeah. broke ground. She was the first lead character to uh, be out That's and true. admit she was gay. However, uh, there was a little fallout because of that, and here she is talking about it. They finally let me come out, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they didn't really, and it was a huge success the night of. Yeah. It was huge. It was celebrated. It was, you know, 45 million people that watched, and, and then they just stopped promoting it because everybody was scared abc disney didn't want to be because their sponsors were giving them a hard time yeah. we were losing sponsors so they were just acting like we're we're just letting it glide we're not going to touch it it wasn't that long ago no it wasn't they, the grand scheme of things it wasn't that long ago you say, i remember uh, how much everybody was pulling their hair out of their heads over, over the past yeah. 20 years how public perception has changed when it comes sure. to uh, gay rights and and being accepted big into strides. society. Still not all the way there yet, but nope. uh, but big giant steps. Well, just like you know, every two steps, it seems like we kind of take a step back at times. But uh, got to keep on keeping on. Uh, so anyway, that was Ellen. She was on the Armchair Expert podcast with Dax Shepard. Who Dax Shepard? Who's that, that actor? He's an actor, and you you would know him if, if you saw him. Yes, thank you, Mo. What was he in? And the husband of Kristen Bell. Points. Oh. Well, what was he in? He was in that show with the the guy with the with the, the car outfit. and the gun. He had a car. I don't remember the gun so much. Okay, but as Pinkman looks up that, Jim, have yes. you ever been? You've taken Probably. a subway. You've yes, been I on have. a train. I have. Have you ever been on a train by yourself? Uh, yes. Really? Many, no one many, else is in the car. Many. Oh, no, nobody else is in the railroad car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. no, no, no. Alone on a train. No, oh, no. No. This woman was alone on a train, so she was kind of making a video of herself singing. And this is my stop, short video. Gonna get off the train, that I'm on alone. Gonna pick up my bag, yeah, sitting in the seat. Mm-hmm. On the train, caress just me, up in Francisco. Oh, my God. I just realized there's another person on the train. 
she's shooting a video singing that she's alone on the train going up and down and finally gets to a portion where she actually sees there is another person indeed on this train. Oh, yeah, well, somebody was singing like that on the subway train. I think I'd be sitting in the corner just pulling my hat way down. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. She comes comes to the realization, and to her credit, she left her video running of herself as she was kind of dealing with that embarrassment and that shock. Mm, But that that video posted at (laughs) realradio.fm as well. And that brings us to, Jim, something you like to do because you get to be the judge. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Moira is going to be a judge at the Monsters Comedian of the Year competition on Thursday night. So excited. And she will, uh, uh, that's happened at the Abbey. It's a great event. We encourage people to come out, get more info on our website at monsters.fm, keyword funny. Be sure to tell one of the guys up there, hey, not bad. It's not a, not as good it's as a, a skeleton, skeleton joke, joke. but it's not bad. <laughs> and I'll be there to make sure that she tells it. I'll actually record Moira's comments for the next day's, uh, next show's audio oh, I file. I cool. wait yeah, to there hear you go. Yep. I want to hear her tell it's fun. It. It's a lot her, of fun. Moira will tell a skeleton joke. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, I speak of judging. Moira's doing it on Thursday night. Jim, you get to do it every time we play Who Said It Best. We take the late night show comedians. uh, And today we pit Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, and Seth Meyers. When they kind of all touch on the same topic, we take their segments. And Jim, you get to decide who said it best. All right. Uh, The winner gets a point at the end of the year. We invite the person with the most points to be on our show. Yeah. Still waiting for last year's mm-hmm, winner to mm-hmm. uh, book his date with us. Mm-hmm. The topic today, Donald Trump's 2020 slogan. Uh, recently at a, a campaign event in Pennsylvania on Saturday, the president revealed that he is indeed planning on running for president again, and he revealed his slogan. So here we go. Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, and Seth Meyers. Trump announced his new campaign slogan for 2020, and he seemed really excited about it. Take a look at this. But our new slogan, when we start running in, can you believe it, two years from now, is going to be, keep America great, exclamation point. (laughs) Exclamation point over Exclamation. The guy running the teleprompter was like, again, Mr. President, you don't have to say those. They're just punctuation. (laughs) Keep America great. Where have I heard that before? Well, it turns out it's the tagline for the movie, The Purge Election Year. (laughs) Keep America great. Ah, Yeah. Now I remember, CAG is the sound I make when I purge. (laughs) At a rally this weekend in Pennsylvania, President Trump revealed the slogan for his 2020 campaign, Keep America Great. Though by 2020, I think the phrase he'll be repeating most is, can you loosen these? Jim. Jim. I uh, got it. I'm going with Fallon. Jimmy Fallon gets a point. Hey, Mortar, where does that bring us? Oh, Jimmy Fallon taking a commanding lead with four votes so far this year. He did have an early lead last year as well. Conan O'Brien finished the year as our leader. Mr. Pinkman was supposed to book him as a guest on this show. Mm -hmm. How's it going, Mr. Pinkman? We're working out the details. Have you even written an email? Yes, Team Coco. Uh, I think you're lying. Jimmy Fallon has four points, but tied for second with one each. Conan, Corden, Myers, Colbert, and Trevor Noah. It's Kimmel, saw Kimmel last night. He was funny. Yeah. He has no vote so far. Yeah, no, Kimmel's. It, we've had Kimmel on the air. We can remind him. Hi, we yeah, talked yeah. to you 12 yeah. years ago, and I'm sure you remember. 
<laughs> I like Kimmel. Funny just guy. To, yeah, he's just laid back. He just kind of. Mm-hmm. That's your audio file for today. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Thank, Thank you. you very much. We'll take a little break. We've got some other things to talk about. Don't forget, uh, Fritz on the Street comes our way at 6. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Just after an Indian man's foot was amputated, doctors reportedly placed it under his head as a pillow. I hope he is able to heal quickly. Next, California is looking to pass a bill that allows people to choose their license photo. I can't wait to see all the licenses with Snapchat filters. Finally, a funeral home employee from Nova Scotia had his license revoked after mistakenly cremating the wrong body. Oh I tell you the two of them looked like twins you betcha. I'm so sorry. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Status updates. Are you really complaining about traffic? That don't suck. Facebook slash Real Radio. Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... Yahoo! Okay. Well, my woman couldn't take the hard times. She ain't never coming back. Ain't no use in me staying. Send word to my next of kin. I'm leaving, yes, I'm leaving on Ghost Train 40. Great Marty Stewart, I think he was supposed to perform or scheduled to perform at the Strawberry Festival down in Plant City. And what right. happened? I don't know. He didn't come by. So uh, I'm reading here that Jane Seymour is going to appear in Playboy magazine. Is that right? What? Yeah. She's in her 60s, and I think that's the whole issue is that women should feel good about their bodies no matter what. Does anybody even read Playboy anymore? I thought they stopped having nude photos in there. No, they brought them back. Because mm-hmm. the idea when they stopped, I mean, their sales were plummeting, and then they decided no more nude photos, and then it, w- it really went into the crapper. Yeah. I don't think they have more than a million subscribers at the most, if yeah. that. Boy, in their heyday, they were may- many more than that. Yeah. The brother had enough of <laughs> Yeah. Boy, that was like the opening it was up the your treasure brothers. chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. There's a treasure chest. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is, oh my God, what? I don't understand. There are girls in here. There's something about, there's something I like about this, and I'm not sure why. Yay. But I'm quickly coming to an understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know why your brother Johnny wants to look at these magazines. I'm going, oh my God. I know why. Come on, Ma. Mm-hmm. Just thinking to myself. 
please, Ma, don't don't throw them away. Please don't. Please don't. Did please she put don't. them back? I have no idea what she did with. You didn't them. look for them a second time. I don't remember. I still have. I, f- I just remember discovering them. I haven't looked at it. I I don't even know where they are now. But I have a uh, a stack from 1967. Yeah, why not? Collectible. Well, well oh, yeah, the year but of your birth. A lot. No, the year. <laughs> the year of his birth. babies with the, it. The first house I owned over in Melbourne was built in '66, and I was in the attic, and it was like under the insulation when you go up in the attic. So it was a stash spot for somebody. <laughs> oh, the magazines geez. were. Let's see, it was Ace and Gent. Yeah, Gent was another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Playboy was the best though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Go out and get the Jane Seymour edition. I don't know. Have you seen her interviewed? What does I, she have to I say have about that? I have seen her interviewed. Well, I don't know if it was interviewed. I just saw her briefly on the screen, and it was talking about the fact that in her, she's a woman in her 60s. Yeah. And I guess she, you know, was pointing out that your body looks good at all ages kind of thing. Huh. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. Probably the average age of, uh, what is she, 67? She's up there, yeah. Probably the average age of the uh, person who reads Playboy nowadays. <laughs> you know, there's other stuff out there besides Playboy. one really? Yeah, better. What? I know, I hear uh, C-Lane promoting Pornhub.com all the time. <laughs> is he honest? <laughs> no. There's always a genre, you know. C-Lane, uh, uh, C-Lane. Uh, uh, Pinkman's always talking about Lemon Party. How what? dare you? No, I'm not. What is that? You don't want to know. Type it in. Don't no, type I it don't in. want to tell me. No. What is it? <laughs> not on your work computer. <laughs> I want to, I want to, give me a, a little. I have no idea. I plead ignorance. Tell him, to do what, no, you tell him. You brought it up. I don't know. I've only heard the name before. Oh, uh, He's pretending he doesn't know now what it is. <laughs> I don't. Is it? Is it really something? It's something. And you know what it is, but you just don't want to. I, I know or is it just there's no way to explain it on the air? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Dot com? <laughs> yeah. There's no, no FCC-compliant way to explain okay, it. Okay, all right. I've never, I, I've never heard it. And if I brought it up on my computer, Pinkman would, could run to HR and say, look, look what he did to me. Oh, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him good. <laughs> all right. Show prep. What else? What else? <laughs> but, uh, tomorrow we'll have another interview, or so it's scheduled another interview in our ongoing series of talking to people somehow affected by the opioid, opiate, the heroin crisis here in Central Florida. We've had two interviews. We do this on Wednesdays for a portion of the first hour. What do we have planned for tomorrow, Mo? Her name is Kelly. She'll be, uh, we have another opiate addict okay. who will be in tomorrow. We got two so far. I mean, uh, and different stories, but basically know. the same thing. Got injured and uh, yeah. prescribed uh, oxycotton, oxycodone, those kind of things, and got hooked, and right. then eventually uh, had major, major problems. One of re- describes himself as a recovering addict, and the other described himself essentially con- a continuing addict, but under control with methadone. But it's just a uh, you know. Uh, Last week, uh, you know, the gentleman, they moved into physical fitness and triathlons and all that kind of stuff that took place of, you know, kind of kept his interest and gave him something to do and something to attain. And the other gentleman, the first gentleman, you know, he's on methadone. And it's just, uh, you know, their lives uh, didn't quite turn out the way that they thought were going to turn out. Not by a long shot. No. And uh, so, you know, before we begin our focus on what can we do about this, we just want to get as good a handle on what the problem is in Central Florida. It is a crisis. There's no question about that. 
Um, I don't think it's, is it any worse or any any better than any other part of the country? I have no idea. But I get the well, general idea that it's still pretty bad. We became the pill mill bad. place, though. I mean, we were a hot spot for pill we were. mills. Central Florida and South Florida. Yeah. And when that went away and they clamped down on that and shut them all down, of course, people went to other options to fill the need. So we did become a hotbed of, of activity for opiates. But So uh, we're trying to put together some data. We have some people out there putting together some facts and figures about overdoses, responding to overdoses, the number of deaths so far this year, maybe compared to last year, last year, total number of overdose deaths and overdose responses compared to the year before and on and and on it goes. And by the way, if you think you have any information or somebody you think that we ought to talk to or interview, we'll do this hopefully every Wednesday for the remainder of the year. Uh, just let uh, Mo know. You can email Mo at? At realradio.fm. It's Moira at realradio.fm. That's right, go. Moira, M-O-I-R-A. Second little break. Here we got other things to do. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Phillips file for a Tuesday, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. New study, a new study tilts the debate over antidepressants. Uh, in case you're on them, more people in the United States, it says here, are on antidepressants as a percentage of the population than any other country in the world. Well, why not? And I think more unintended people are on it as people flush them down the toilet and they get no water supply. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Them. Don't take any of that stuff. Whatever don't you have. No. You know, just don't. I don't care whether it's an aspirin. You just don't flush that stuff down the john or put it in your rotor, uh, put it in your <laughs> garbo, your garbage disposal. No. Don't do that. No. We all have traces of weird stuff in our bloodstream. Oh, God. What? Oh, yeah. I don't have anything. Yeah, you do. What do I have? Well, once you go get a test, I guarantee somebody said, guess what you got? You got an elevated level of this or that or whatever. No. I just had blood work when I did my physical. You're not tested for that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. No, you're not. You think that you're tested for levels of lead in your bloodstream? Nah, just when your you do cholesterols. No. Oh. Mm. Well, they're looking at triglycerides, and they're looking you know, at a couple of things, and they're not going to be, oh, my God, the percentage of heavy metals in your bloodstream. is super high. Yeah, no. no. You have to get, that's a special test. Oh, what else should I, I have to, if I have to get, have, do I have to get one for each of the things that I'm looking for? I would imagine if you wanted to test for PCP, PCPs in your bloodstream, lead, mm-hmm. well, there's probably individual right tests. PCPs, lead. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the thing you get from plastic? BPA. That's Points. another one. BPA. Oh, ask about MSG. No. And AOL. No. <laughs> Even I know that's not right. And MSNBC. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. Mm. That's in my bloodstream, all right. Do it this ASAP. Stuff, this stuff is not filtered out of out of, out of the water. Yeah. The only thing that's filtered out is uh, you know I suppose uh, levels of bacteria, so you don't get the trots. 
And what the hell is going on with the city of Winter Springs and their water supply? What now? Why? Every every year I get a letter that says exceeded the acceptable levels of, I think it's TTHM. What the hell's that? Okay, right? To Tom. And so they're supposed to go back and forth at some bacteria or something, but they say... No need to boil everything's, but we're just beyond the acceptable levels, but no need to be concerned. And by the way, P.S., remember those stories that came out of Flint, Michigan a couple of years ago? Right. When they said well, it was all fine. Oh, well, then, dot, 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 dot. Yesterday, I get a letter that, oh, we're required to do this water testing, but we didn't have the acceptable uh, test results, or we were unable to get acceptable levels tested in this month. It's I don't know what they're doing with the city of Winter Springs water. Can I come to your house? Can you ask someone? Shower? Why don't you, do you ask, ask somebody? Who do you ask? Who do you ask? Call the water people. Well, they have a name. They say that if you have questions, call this person. Well, that would be the person I'd start with. I, I was eating dinner. All right. Forget <laughs> it. Drink then. bottled water? I do. You drink bottled water? I do. You don't drink any water out of the tap? Hard, uh, unless I'm brushing my teeth. I mean, yeah. for that, I swish I around. Think, I, mean, I, I think that's a good idea if you're on a well. I have a filter on the fridge. I get it from the fridge. Your fridge, your fridge. It's tap. No, but you don't because you know you're getting water a lot of other places that you don't realize. What do you mean? Well, if you're boiling noodles, you know you fill it up from the sink. Correct. Yes. No. So yes. Uh, no. Tap water uh, then gets well, at least into you're the boiling. Well, yeah, we yeah, have a lot of safe. tap water. No, I I have a you Use know tap water filter on the fridge and sure. you know then I have a water softener connected to the house as well for your laundry and stuff or for the shower and all for that. the whole house yeah, all sure. the water coming in goes through the water softener. Mm-hmm. Well, it just softens your water. Yeah, I don't know what it does. I really don't. It just softens your it's water. It's, right? not, it's supposed to, I don't know if it's what it's taking what out. What are you going to call the Winter Springs Water Department and say, look, i got a water softener. Hey, don't worry about the TTHN, whatever the hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't have any worries anymore because you got a water softener. I know we don't have fluoride in our water. They might tell you about it. Oh, my God. It's the worst <laughs> thing you can do is soften your water. <laughs> I always wondered, <laughs> on people, on, so water softeners, you put salt in there. Does that increase the level of sodium in your water? You're not putting, yeah. Does I, it taste no. salty? No. no. I don't think so. Right, no. Then. no. Mm. I have no idea. I don't have a clue. You've got trihalomethanes. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm-hmm. It's a byproduct when chlorine is used to disinfect drinking water. Ooh. <laughs> People, they dump all this stuff. They what dump they all this in stuff it? down in down in the drain. The, mm-hmm. Whether it's a you know an, a Pills, half, yeah. half empty bottle of Pepto Bismol or all this stuff comes together. <laughs> oh oil. no! Oh yeah, oh, people do yes. that all oh, the time. Wait, they're putting it in. I thought like pouring it, like diluting it, and putting it in the grass. Or they just pour it right in the grass, saying, "Okay, it'll just puddle right there." They don't realize that it just Sinks essentially right. you know seeps down into the aquifer. Drinking oil-laced water. Yep. No no well. bueno. It's no bueno is right. Mo's got problems with their big... Well... No, I don't. They've got... <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Whatever you're going to say, what? no, what I don't. What was I going to say? Nope. I got problems cooking on the big green egg. Yeah? Uh-huh. No. You have a big Stop green egg? Po- yeah. Get really? Rid of the, mm-hmm. Get rid of the thermometer. And you learn to... You, you, you learn how to adjust yeah. these things. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a little bit trial and error. But you're looking for perfection. You're not going to get perfection out of a big green egg. So I'm the only one of us without a big green egg, and my <laughs> birthday is April 7th. I don't have one. April 7th. Yeah, but you don't even have a home. Yeah, huh? You live in a box. So Mo and her husband are going to YouTube and trying to figure out what's the deal here. Why don't you go to Wassie's? 
down in Melbourne. Yeah, you should go yeah, to their cooking class. You. That's true. I should. Um, I don't know. I have to see when the next one is. My recommendation, get rid of that thermometer. I love the big green egg. I love the BGE, yeah. but the thermometer, you don't need that. Yeah. Thing. Makes a meatloaf fatty. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's my favorite. But you're just paying too much attention to that thermometer. You're really not paying attention to what's going on inside the big green egg. Yep. I mean, different things require different temperatures. Some things are low and slow. You need to have it 250. Some things you want to cook at four or 500 degrees. If you make a pizza, you have to really crank it up to seven, 800. I don't think, yeah, I just don't think it's a reliable thermometer is what I'm saying. I think it's a cheapy, a cheapy thermometer. Well, that's what they. That's what it's installed permanently. Installed. A, I'm, yeah. What I'm saying is, you can get a better a better thermometer that will give you a much more accurate reading. Sure. Than a piece of metal that you insert inside there and it heats up, and then you got some some dial that moves back and forth. You could it, be mine is, you could be you could be off by fifty degrees. Right. I'd rather be off by fifty than by five hundred. <laughs> You're not going to be off by five hundred degrees. Well, if I if I don't pay attention and I have too much charcoal or the flame is too hot or something or other, you know, if everything's been open, 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 and it's flaming up for a while, to yeah, get every- close, then you close it down. Yeah, you know, until the until the coals are nice and red, and the grill is nice and hot. You throw that steak right on there, boom. People oh, texting in about water supplies. Yes, they say water softeners do not add salt. The salt pulls the iron out of the water and. <laughs> Someone else says, it's all the same water, uh, water on the planet since the beginning of time, and it's all got fish poop in it. <laughs> Your husband doesn't like the BGE now. No, Let's he loves go back it. to gas. Best thing he ever got. He, see, he, he tells me every time, best gift he ever got. He is so, I mean. Best over, gift he ever got. I'd like to say that on my birthday. Better than a oh, well, not job. That. <laughs> well, not that. A high-paying job. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Better than a high-paying job. Think, man. Uh, so, yeah. So he's um, <laughs> you're kicking it, you're slamming it around. He's not. What's oh, going he's treating on? it with kid gloves. Are you kidding me? No, 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 and no, 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 uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. We are taking really super care of it because this is the best grill he's ever used. I think what you do with the BGE is you fire it up, you get it as hot as you can, and then you slowly reduce the amount of heat inside. Well, the only way you would know if you're reducing the heat is to use the thermometer. Yeah, and I'm saying it's a lousy thermometer. Then once you, if you get a good thermometer, then you'll eventually be able to determine, you know, by the flow of air and the heat, mm-hmm. you know, when you open the lid, whether it's the proper heat. You know, it's not, you you're not still gonna... maintain this is the best outdoor cooking yes. device ever I created do. by yes, man. I do. I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because we have Mo done. got a lousy steak the other night, and now everybody's for no, It was not it. a lousy steak. It was just not cooked. Well, I meant. Yeah. It just wasn't. Oh. It didn't come out to her satisfaction. User error. Yeah. Operator error. Probably so. And then they're running but, in there and going to YouTube University to see what, you know, what a lot of people, wrong. You know, a lot of people put up a lot of really good, helpful tips because they are barbecue masters they and do? they're barbecue experts. Yes. Mm. They put up tons of, like, these are just some, some of them are just homeowners. Some of them have businesses. But some of them are salespeople for, I mean, BGE has its own uh, website, so you can go to their thing and look at their videos to tell you how to get started, tips to do, bop, yeah. bop, bop. So I looked at recipes there, and if you look at five recipes for cooking ribs or five recipes for cooking chicken, it is all over the map. So your advice is like one, but then there are four others that are vastly different. And that's what I'm saying. That's why that YouTube thing is making me anxious, because if you go on and you use this guy's recipe, 
and, and how to cook it and how much charcoal and how long to cook it and this and that. Yeah. It's I just think each wildly day, different. Each day you look for a new thing to make you anxious, though. So if it wasn't this, it would be something else. Oh, like probably, sir. Breastfeeding yeah. video. Talk to other people. You know, the people here at, uh, at the station, they have these, uh, They and just see what yeah. see what their response is. Like half the staff has one, except for me, April 7th. I don't think, I think people eventually, they just get away from that thermometer. They just, they they know when it's right. Just right. throw that, throw some meat in there. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real okay. Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being Right or wrong? Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, here we go again. Gilbert's on the line. I'll play against him in this regular round of closest to the pin. Tyler is the backup. He's hoping I win because then Tyler picks up the prize. I'll head to the soundproof booth, Mr. Pinkman. What is that prize today? Oh, boy, it's a pair of tickets to see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live this Saturday, the 17th. You can still buy tickets at realradio.fm keyword tickets. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. A lot of great prizes available on the Phillips file. Don't forget, $1,000 every hour, every weekday, 16 times a day. It's a lot of money available up for grabs. And let's get Gilbert on board and ready to play. Hello, Gilbert. Yes, sir. Ready to go? I'm ready. Uh, You know, it's March, and you know, it's also the time for March Madness with the play-in games and everyone getting their brackets ready. So the category, sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, I Must Be Mad! NCAA Uh, Basketball March Madness Single Game Records. So... Some single game records uh, from previous March Madnesses. Ready to go, Gilbert? Let's try it. Let's try it is right, my friend. We're going to reset your clock and go in three, two, one. LSU's much slimmer Shaquille O'Neal set the records for block shots versus BYU. How many shots were rejected? 24. Another former Magic player is tied for the most ever steals in a single game. How many steals for Grant Hill? 13. In what year did Fred Cohen of Temple outbattle UConn for 34 rebounds? 88. In 1987, a generous Mark Wade of UNLV handed out the the how many assists? 17. Austin Carr set records of 25 of 44 field goals made and attempted against Eddie the Shaman's beloved Ohio University Bobcats. How many points did he score? 53. Time. Great job, Gilbert. Going to put you on hold. Going to record Gilbert's time. What prize do we have later today for person, place, or thing? Oh, man, it's a pair of tickets to Universal Orlando to enjoy uh, Mardi Gras festivities out there going on through April 7th. Outstanding. Thank you very much, Mr. Pink. You are welcome. Hello, Mr. Phillips. Welcome back to the game. Hello. We have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Speaking of games, it is March. It is time for March Madness. Uh Oh, yeah. Getting everyone's getting their brackets in order. Play-in games happen tonight, I believe, right? Yeah, we'll get it down to the Sweet Sixteen and maybe pull, That's pull together when we pay attention, right? Yep. 
All right. We each select four teams. Whatever. Love it. That's how it works. Let's do this. I must be mad. NCAA Basketball March Madness single game records. Single game records. Single game records from previous marches. All righty, then. You ready to go? Sure. Resetting the clock for you and beginning in three, two, one. LSU's much slimmer Shaquille O'Neal set records for blocked shots versus BYU. How many shots were rejected? Uh, 25. Another former Magic player is tied for the most ever steals in a single game. How many steals for Grant Hill? Uh, 12. In what year did Fred Cohen of Temple outbattle UConn for 34 rebounds? That was in 1998. In 1987, a generous Mark Wade of UNLV handed out how many assists? Uh, 19. Austin Carr set records of 25 of 44 field goals made and attempted against Eddie the Shaman's beloved Ohio University Bobcats. How many points did he score? 38. Time. All right, wow. Jim, I have your time. I think you did okay. You were close with him on a lot of them. I have no idea. Well, let's see. Got to record your Good time. Luck, Gilbert. However, I'm adding five seconds <laughs> to your time. Okay, sure. Oh That's my. all you're getting. Really? Yeah. You sure? Uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm not going any further on this. Okay. No, 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 no. You sure? Yes, 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 yes. How about a tenth of a second? No. Stop. Are okay. they that close? I'm just asking. Oh I just wanted to see how we felt about his round. Okay, here we go. Uh, thanks again to Brad, co-producer mm-hmm. for All Gaming. Thanks, Shaquille Brad. O'Neal played for LSU mm-hmm. and against BYU, set a record for block shots. How many? Gilbert said. 24, and wow. Jim won up to him at 25. Wrong way. 11 ah. is the record. Gilbert gets the point. Ah. All right. Uh, Grant Hill tied for most steals in the game. How many? Gilbert? 13. And Jim? He won under them at twenty five at 12, sorry. Right way to go. It was 8. We have a tie game. It's 1-1. One one. Yeah. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Fred Cohen. Good old played, Fred Cohen. Fred Cohen played yeah. for Temple. Uh-huh. 34 rebounds. Get it? Cohen playing for Temple. I get it. I get it. Yeah, what year was that? Oh. <laughs> Gilbert said 88. Jim said 98. Yeah, let's go 1956. Oops. Gilbert gets the point. It's 2-1. to one. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jim. Come back, kid. Let's do it. Come on, baby. Here we go. Let's see if you got it in you, Sullivan. All right. <laughs> All right. In 1987, yes. Mark Wade of UNLV handed how many assists? How many assists did he have? Yes. Gilbert said. 17. <gasps> Jim. Jim was just very close. He said 19. Come on, baby. Come on. The answer? Somewhere in the middle. Oh. Stop 18. It. Get out of here. <laughs> You it's, each get a point. It's three to two. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, it's three to two, Jim. Uh, okay, all right. So you got to get this all you one have to do is time. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Jim, Ooh. get it, and then we'll go to time. Austin Carr. Oh, good old Austin Carr. Who could forget? Yeah. <laughs> How many points did he score? He had twenty-five, forty-four field goals made and attempted uh, against uh-huh. the Ohio University Bobcats. How many points? Yeah, yeah. yeah what he Gilbert said. said no Bobcats. Uh, Gilbert said fifty-three points. Ooh, ah. And Jim, thirty-eight. The answer: sixty-one oh, points. Oh, Gilbert my gets the point. Right, Gilbert. Oh, you broke the streak. Good job. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. I'm sad. Remember, what? Did you want it to go to time? I, I must did. have been neck and neck. Why? 
loses to the He loves when it's close like this. Had you had the point there, Jim, yes. you would have tied. We would have went to time. Gone. gone. You would have gone. gone to time. Well, you would have gone to time. I would have went to time. I would have went to the sheet to see the time. Oh, Eve. And? With your adjusted time, yes. 52.3 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. For both of you. No way. No way. Stop it. So it was happened? a dead heat. That's oh, why I said, man. do you want to add a tenth of a second? <laughs> Ooh. Well, good job it there, would Gilbert. would have been a tie. Sorry, Tyler. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, crumble cookies. No idea. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Had Chips. nothing. Chips Ahoy. They always crumble. They're what? good, though. Chips Ahoy. You know, hard chocolate cookies you, you buy in a bag. Crumble in the bag or crumble when you bite into it? Yes. I've uh, never had off it. Yes. Crumble in the bag sometimes. You pick them up and they're not a circle. They're piece off of it. And then you bite them. It's like crumbly. Ugh, I don't like crumbly cookies, I guess. I, I grew up. Chips Ahoy crumbles. I grew up with Chips Ahoy. Great. But there is no better cookie, chocolate chip. Softy. Than cookie. Famous Amos. Agreed. Are they softy? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Are they small? No, famous, yes, they're no, small famous, and no. they're crunchy. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are crunchy. Yeah, get them out of the machine. Uh, back. I think he got oh. burned somewhere along the line. I think he was. He did. He yeah, died like, penniless. They say he, he started penniless and then he was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a rags right. to riches to rags. I'll right. tell you, it makes a good chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It's got yeah. These little flakes of coconut in them and this absolute homemade chocolate chip cookies. Uh huh. Pinky's mom. Oh, I make, Karen. I make the same cookies. Karen. Oh, she Karen. won't make any yeah. more cookies. Yeah. I think he oh, talks there. Not for that says, guy. Oh. He hates your cookies. It's cool. We get them once every three years or so. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Two women stole $11,000 worth of bras from a Victoria's Secret in California. Either they carried a lot of bras out or those are some really expensive bras. Maybe they were the lacy kind. Next, after wastewater analysis, it has been determined that Barcelona uses the most cocaine. More like Co-Spain. Am I right? Finally, some researchers in Israel have developed nano eye drops that could replace glasses. It's just like in the Torah. Barak eye drops in my eyes. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. It was supposed to be Baruch eye drops in my eyes, but whatever. Uh, that is Big Daddy, and you can catch him <laughs> on Real Radio, on the iHeartRadio app, anytime you want. All you have to do is download that iHeartRadio app now, and you can hear Moira talk over all my spots if you want to, if you download that. Go to the App Store on your smartphone, type in iHeartRadio, tap Get. It's on your phone. It's easy as a one, two, three. That's our free iHeartRadio app. Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC.
Fritz file for a Tuesday. Fritz on the street at the top of the hour. I'm going to bring him now. Just, just slip my He's mind. He's here. Now I'm getting nervous. Mo's whole life is now determined by her position in Fritz on the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm tied for second with you, Pop. Pinkman. Uh, I'm not sweating. I already got a trophy. I know. Well, I, I would like to know the pleasure. You got one the first year. Pinky got one last year. You know, I'm thinking open season. I, I was in the basement almost all of 17. Oh, you want to make a bets, Pinkman, no. on whether you think that uh, Mo will win the trophy this year? For I don't Fritz even want to vote street? on that. I mean, I, bet on You it. don't have to bet on it. I'm betting oh. with, Fritz, uh, with uh, Pink. What's I his bet name? she won't. Well, that's what Jim wants to bet. Well, how do you know what I want to bet? You're not going to bet that I will win anything. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a dollar. Mo wins. Oh, okay, please. Deal. I'm well, writing that down. Good. good. Have a lot of faith in yourself. That really helps yeah, my cause. Sure. Um, let's see. And I'm going to be is gone for a Tuesday that too. Watching how anxious she is about this game makes me care less about the results for myself. Because I see how wrapped up she gets it. She gets so wrapped up in it, and it's like very competitive. I'm just I like, mean, why wow, is that? Wow, wow, that's not wow. a surprise to you. That should not be a surprise to you, Mr. Bradshaw. No, but competitive what? I hate to be. The, first of all, I hate to be the weakest link, so I hate to be in the bottom of the barrel. You know, I hate that. That just makes me insane. Why? Be, because I, you know, you I, judge yourself. Okay. You're judging yourself on whether yeah. you win Fritz on the street because sure. Pinkman can a- answer it more quickly. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. What is, what's weird about it? <laughs> because he's you so slow. People are judging oh, well, well, you because you're not doing. No. You might not do well on you know on, a, on any given Tuesday. It doesn't matter what anyone, street. anyone else is judging. It's my own inner. You know, like I want to. You know, I'm keep it. I want to keep up, and I want to be. Yeah, top but there's of the a reason heat. for that. Yeah, what's the underlying? Reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the street. Uh, let's <gasps> see, I'm right in the bed here. You know something, Gen Jim? Z Pinkman. That, that it's a good question, but to a bigger uh, uh, picture, yeah. you were talking about uh, DeVos. Betsy DeVos on 60 Minutes, and I watched it. I watched the whole episode. But I thought the really interesting story was the Oprah story. Uh, did you watch it? No. Anderson Cooper, whatever he was. I mean, uh, Van Jones? No. No. Oh. No. This was about kids who go through t- trauma. Trauma. Childhood trauma and how they treat them and how the real success is when they stop asking to the child, what's wrong with you? And they start asking, what happened to you? And it's trauma-informed care tick. So they, they go back to what's the root cause of why you're behaving. And for one child, it was, I mean, she was sexually abused as a kid. But usually it's the childhood traumas that, uh, and they do something called an ACE test. Yes. And it's based on 10 questions on what you have been through in your life. Yeah. And uh, to the level of childhood trauma you've been through mm-hmm. and the higher you have, the uh, greater likelihood of a shortened life expectancy, problems with alcohol, and all the problems later down the road based but, on trauma at a young age. How do they deal with it? Do, do they go into, now that They're, we have the test, now here's what we recommend, or here's the various uh, ways that we try to you know, resol- not resolve it, but ease the, 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 the trauma? Yeah, there is. What, well, the one, they were at one uh, treatment center that's been around for a very long time. And they so uh, <clears throat> they have counselors who go after the root causes of these, you know, uh, for these behaviors. And they say they have more success that way. But just, you know, because I started then investigating online and you can find the ACE test. You can take the ACE test. Oh, you can see what your score is. Yeah. 
out of 10 mm-hmm. and then realize that, okay, now what? Unless you have a counselor or something, it's, it's like, how do you find relief? Because I think for it's a tool for people to determine, oh, I might have some issues I need to deal with, but where do you get that help? Is it you might have some issues to deal with or determines you have a level of trauma because people have issues, but they're not necessarily traumatized. traumatized. Yeah. Right. They could mm-hmm. have mental illness. Right. They, right. they could, I mean, I would imagine there are different levels of, of trauma, certainly. And yeah. whether they might recommend some kind of immersive therapy, which is, as a matter of fact, the University of Central Florida has a, uh, started a program. I don't know if it's still out there because there were some problems, I think, at one time with funding mm-hmm. and with uh, veterans who are suffering from post-traumatic stress. In some cases, they will kind of immerse them to face the trauma that here's, here's what you're, you're going to relive in a controlled environment. Uh, what caused your trauma mm-hmm. and in some cases oh, I see. yeah in some cases it lowers the, it lowers their I, i'm not an expert I, I i don't want to try to have anybody believe that i'm an expert and it's just off the cuff but from my understanding it's they kind of throw you back into the situation in an in a controlled environment where you maybe things that you block you don't want to face and you think they get you back in that environment so you're facing the trauma so you can realize there are ways to deal with it that that's about the best i can do i might be way off on that and i'm not saying anybody says this is the only way to deal with trauma i have no idea interesting it would definitely i i know in the past you know oprah's not your favorite correspondent but neither is leslie stall she no, did a great thought, job with Betsy. I did. I thought yeah. she did an excellent job with uh, Betsy DeVos. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, for some reason or another, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Well, I understand why Oprah's on 60 Minutes. I understand the allure and the attraction because it's Oprah. Mm-hmm. But do I think Oprah is what I expect out of 60 Minutes? I'm a little bit more old school 60 Minutes. I I, thought, I, I, I like thought the this... Mike Wallace's. I like right. the confrontation. I like the really getting down dirty with people who have a lot of experience of being a journalist. I'm not saying she's a bad interviewer, but she's not a journalist per se. Right. But they've well, always, I mean, they've had, started, their, I they've had their travel logs. They've had their yes, entertainment reports as well as the, uh, you know, uh, running down the, I know. you know, the Knocking the on shopkeeper. doors and, yeah. you know, having no, people I, run I, out. No, I, I think it's since... Hewitt left and passed away. I, I think it. I don't. I sometimes they have good episodes. There's no question about that. Is it is that at the same level of sixty minutes that I thought it was twenty years ago? In my view, no. Any more than CBS Sunday Morning is better than it was. You know, twenty or, or thirty Carl's years or ago. Charles, I just thought it was. I just thought basically it was better reporting. I thought it was better reporting, better writing. Who's the host now of Sunday morning? What's her name? Jane Pauley. Oh, that's right. Points. You can have them. Interesting. Thanks. I have it recorded, I think, so I'll watch it. it was, yeah. It was just, so, it wasn't Oprah. It was, uh, we're going to look into childhood trauma. I'm not, I'm not and, ready and for this now. Thing, it does sound interesting. Though. Whether it's, and I, I like in the two shows, Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel yeah. and 60 Minutes, are I don't even go through the uh, that first segment where they say what they're going to look at because I know so many times yeah. I would say I'm not interested in that. But really then good. if I yeah. watch it, the yeah. story is just really fascinating. So I just go to the stories and I skip that beginning part where they oh the look tease ahead. the pre tease yeah, yeah sure. I don't even bother with. Have that. you seen the Bryant 
Gumball Real Sports, the episode on hockey and head concussions? I have not. Oh, that was last God week or the week my, before? Well, it's once a month. Oh. Well, I mean, oh. Brian, it, yeah, it doesn't do a weekly thing. It's, mm. I think it's basically once a month, but the, it's yeah. just an in-depth look at how professional hockey in the United States and Canada are just turning a blind eye towards <clears throat> concussion and head trauma in professional hockey. I mean, they won't even, they're not even getting near it. Mm. And there's just mounting, mounting, mounting evidence that the same thing that's happened to so many professional football players in the United States is happening to hockey players as well. And they're just getting clobbered. Because they show video and then they'll stop the video and just see the guy's head mashed up against the glass or somebody getting high-sticked in the head. Oh. Yeah, I mean, just a whole really? bunch. Of, it's a rough game. It's a It's a rough game. I forget who I was discussing this with. I don't know if I heard it on the I air. Like the it was game. off the air. They, one of the most dangerous athletic endeavors is high school cheerleading. Oh yeah, because of all the throwing around and what you fall the wrong way. Yeah, well, but up. for head issues and you know every other body oh, part. I wouldn't too. doubt it. Then they get those pyramids going. You go, oh God, that's true. It's scary. You're at the top. Climb up. All right. Ooh. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Gotta go. What is this deal? I hate, you know, don't tell me too much more. I saw the the tweet. I saw the CNN or wherever it was. What is this deal about the the teacher and the snapping turtle? Oh, man. What's the deal? Do you know the story without, don't get me upset, I will come in there. I know, I know what story you're talking about. About the snapping turtle and the puppy. Yes. <gasps> no. Is it? Is this? It, it doesn't they walk end into well. A bar? I don't think it ends well at all. Oh. And if and I, you know, it's, I, 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 I just understand this. Where, hey, I'm not going to get in trouble. There's another story. I don't know. One of the major airlines, person on board had a puppy. Mm-hmm. This story, I think it's on CNN, or the Associated Press. And one of the uh, flight attendants came along and told the person to, you know, to put the puppy in the, oh, in the, in the over- bin, overhead bin. Yeah. Wait, you can it's do dead. that? No. Yeah, I know, I know that one too. Yeah. What, what is it? I mean, who thinks these are any? See, I thought they still get air up there. I don't know how that could have injured the dog. I, I was really surprised that that was an injury that that and a fatality actually. Well, still put the puppy in the overhead bin. I, well, it's I, I, in the carrier, right? Really? So you sh- it doesn't shove under your seat, but it could shove over up top. So, I mean, there's still it's still pressurized cabin, and it's still a you know it's still getting air. I never understood how come that dog is squashed. Maybe it was traumatized. Oh my! Maybe he needs it's to take the ACE test. Yeah, I don't know. What was it? Why? What was the problem with the puppy on the airliner? Uh, the woman had it in the bag and wanted to keep it uh, under her seat or something in, in a the- bag. In a bag or in a carry-all? In a dog bag, it says. Yeah, in that carrier thing, and then... Well, uh, yeah, but there's a probably difference between like a, a cage and a bag. Well, it's probably like a soft-sided carrier. A soft-sided yeah. carrier bag. Then yeah. okay. someone else gets on the plane late, and they jam their carry-on ah. up there. Yeah, they might have. She might have shoved it in there. It doesn't know any better than somebody else shoved something in there. The dog doesn't have enough uh, air, fresh air to breathe, and boom. Right. Uh, well... Way to go, Mo. I didn't hear anything about that. My dog wouldn't fit in the overhead bin, so I, I you know. But I oh. know people who travel with little chihuahuas and stuff in a little purse. 
you know, and if it doesn't fit under your seat, they well, don't sure. fly anymore. Flying is a gigantic pain yeah. in the ass now. Oh, yeah, you, 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 you're all agitated. You're agitated to get so ready to get, you know, go through that Packing. process of flying. Then it takes you two days to settle down. Then, you know, you get a couple of days of vacation. Then you get all you get all worked up because, you know, you have to go through the process again to come back home. Oh, boy. People getting on board in their pajamas and That's taking true. their shoes and socks off. And... I, can't, I can't deal with it. I'm just a homebody nowadays. That's all. Mm-hmm. I've done my traveling. Plus, my bursitis kicks in. one 978 1041 It does? Yeah, you know, on a you plane, get a little, you get seized up. Yeah, you, you, get you, a little, yeah, you get a little seized up, you know. Yeah. Stove up, I thought it was. Yeah, all stove up. All, uh, yeah, but you can say all stove up. Oh, all you're not st- stove up. You're all stove just, up. Or you just seize up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just, you know, you're, 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 well, as rigid that, a, you're as rigid as a cast iron stove. I think that's where it came from. Does this. Maybe not. Does this fear of being in that small capsule, you know, and that small seat or whatever, does that fear prevent you from doing stuff? And, you know, do you think it's because that one time you were stuck on the tarmac and you couldn't get off of there and you got a little well, bit? I do stuff. It's not like. You don't fly anywhere, though. You're, no, you're reluctant I, I to fly. No, I think it's, no, it's to me, it's, 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 just a, it's just a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. To the, the point whole... that you stop flying. Yeah. 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 I got enough on my schedule. I got enough on my plate to keep me occupied. You're right, of course. You know, I don't have to go to the, you know, the Taj Mahal. The cat skills. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Do you have any interest in seeing the Taj Mahal? Yes, but not very much interest in going to India. Oh, well, you have to. It's I'm waiting for virtual reality. This is right around the corner. This thing is so right around the corner. You're going to put on that headset and you will be there in real time. And no matter where you turn, it'll be that time of day. So I don't know the time schedule. Let's say so at three a.m. You have to put on these goggles, right? Yes. And you'll be there. Essentially, you will be there wherever you look, down, up, around, in real time. You will be there. Give that about ten years. Forget about it. No. Yes. Oh, like total recall. Yeah, and I'm way. thinking that you know th- that's one of the things. So yes, you could see the Taj Mahal. Yeah. And you could you know walk in and and look around and whatever. Part of the travel, you know, it's the journey, right? I mean, it's not just going into your living room, putting a headset on. It's part of, you know, it's the food there. It's the travel, the transportation there. I can make butter, you know, my butter chicken. Oh, yeah, the Instant Instant Pot. Pot. That's as good as you're going to find in any restaurant in in Mumbai. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From in a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Yeah, it's Tuesday. I mean, it's, it means it's time for Fritz on the Street, brought to us in part by. How many times have you watched your favorite shows and thought to yourself, hey, I could totally do that? At the Improv Stop Shop, We'll show you just how easy acting really is. Our informative classes will teach you the only three things you need to do to be a world-famous movie star. It's just that easy. And here's a taste of what you'll learn. See this? Notice this? Relaxed face. That's the hallmark of a great actor. Go ahead. Look. Just look naturally. Straight ahead. See? Just naturally look. Just look. That's as simple as it gets. The Improv Stop Shop. Stop making excuses and start making movies. Go to 
http colon forward slash backslash dot www dot the improv stop shop store dot net forward slash radio promo today today the improv stop shop dot org Woo! okay all right fritz on the street hello fritz hello how you doing today i'm doing excellent thank you so much for asking okay what do you got for us today? i have 10 questions five current event questions five general knowledge trivia questions yeah. let's start yeah. off with who is in the lead that would be pink man Pinky. he's got 110 points 110 oh, yeah. okay pinky uh, tie for second place, we have Jim Phillips and Moira okay. with 104. 104. Woo, love it. Wow. Wow. Kind okay. of a coincidence, huh? And Perfect. then just uh, five points behind is Jack with 99. It's a close game. Oh, yeah. It's a close game. It's getting hot. Pinky's getting a little he's getting a little worried. Yeah, pressure. We're scary. putting pressure on him now. Mm-hmm. Just he's breaking down his sweat as we speak. Moira, just deep breath. <sighs> In. Mm-hmm. With the good air, out in the bad. Namaste. You yeah, got watch this. this though. Focus. Eye on the prize. Uh, Mind uh, melding right what, now. Where is Jim this dollar? No, I'm receiving a message. I am. Go ahead, Fred. Question one. If you think you know it, chime sure. in for that bonus point. Which Jim church? helicopter? That is incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Which church announced a controversial telegram? Mo. Scientology. That is correct. <gasps> I said my oh. name first. He, did. <laughs> he really did. I heard just because you hate me doesn't mean you can be unfair. Oh, that's nobody hates truth. you, Pinkman. That's a half man, truth. Which church announced? Which wow. church announced? Sorry, it, Pinkman, man, you got screwed. Which church announced a controversial television network on Monday? Mo, you got that one right. Scientology. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Scientology? Um, seven. Seven for Mo. Would you, did you say what controversial church? Mm-hmm. Which church announced no. a controversial television network six. on Monday? Six for yeah, I'll go six. Six for Jim. Uh, Mormons. Yes. Mo, what would you say? Seven. Five. Five for Jack. Ooh, <laughs> I totally. Nope, there you go. Hand didn't work there. Yeah, Question number one. That, 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 that. Your ears didn't work on that round. Mm-hmm. With answers right. of five, six, and seven from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, no. Someone got it right on the money, picking up two points. Which church announced a controversial television network on Monday? I don't know. Uh, Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, Scientology? Church of Scientology. Scientology? Scientology? I don't know. Damn it. Uh, the Scientology... People. Five. Yeah, five. Jack is picking up two points. Mm-hmm. Jim and Pinky picking up one. Right. Okay, I think I got it now. I think I'm. Dan, ready? Yeah, I'm tight in. I'm hey, tight actually, in if you want to screw Pinkman on a few more points, that's good. It kind of brings him closer to the rest of us. So. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Question two. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> in 1588, which country sent an armada to attack Jim? Jim? Spain. That is correct. Who else has an armada? That's an armada. <laughs> pretty much know that's good. Yeah. In 1588, which country sent an armada to attack Britain? Jim, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Spain? The French go, armada. Uh, yeah, I'll go seven. Seven for Jim? Two. Two for Pinkman. Wow. <laughs> no. I'm going to go it's five. It's an armada. <laughs> five for Jack. It's an armada. Yeah. Italy, bro. <laughs> it's an armada, man. <laughs> I'll go. You. Bows uh, up. Uh, five. Five for Mo. With I answers, I don't uh, know. you said seven. Good God. Seven. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had this wide a spread. With answers from the file of two, five, and seven. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Don't, don't. <laughs> Come on, two. <laughs> oh, boy. In 1588, which country sent an armada to attack Britain? Spain. Spain? Spain. 
Damn it. Spain? <laughs> Spain? The French Armada? Stupid. Spain. I'm gonna go with Spain. Seven, so Jim's picking up two points. All right. Nice, Pop. Okay, there and there you go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's funny that like someone actually said French Armada, and that was one of the answers. Yeah. Yeah, Question I know, right? Question three. Oh, okay. Over no. the weekend, who gave Jim. a wide... God damn it. Wide. <laughs> who gave a wide? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll just throw in Tiger Woods. That is incorrect. <gasps> Over the weekend, who gave a widely panned 60 Minutes interview? Jack Moira. Betsy uh, DeVos. That is correct. Over the weekend, who gave a widely panned 60 Minutes interview while struggling to defend the proposed defunding of public schools? Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Betsy DeVos or DeVos? Ooh. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. When did you ask these questions? Last night. Ooh, a Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go five. Five yeah, for yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Four. Four for Pinkman. Three. Three for oh. Mo. Four. Four. Jim, question three with answers of three, four, and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, my. I'm all the pressure. Over the weekend, who gave a widely panned 60 Minutes interview while struggling to defend the proposed defunding of public schools? Uh, DeVos. I have no idea. Pass. Uh, pass. Betsy DeVos. Pass. DeVos. Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Damn it. Five. Five. Ah. Jack's picking up two points. Jim and Pinky picking up one each. Oh. Question I gotta four. I got to go for a long ball. Look at a long ball here. I yeah, think long I'm ball. Yeah, I long think ball. I got. This is going to be. Long ball Johnson. It's going to be out of the park. Good You're luck, gonna go, long oh ball. Oh, my God. This will be insane clown posse territory. Are you ready? Fire <laughs> away. I am here ready. Here we go. <laughs> Question four. I hope yeah. it is insane clown posse. <laughs> Which author is. Stop it. <laughs> uh, J.K. Rowling. That is incorrect. Which authoress wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Pinkman. Moira. Pinkman? Harper Lee. That is correct. Nicely oh, yeah. done. You found your voice. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah, what are you going to do? Which authoress wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Pinkman, you got that one right. Har- uh, Harper Lee, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Miss Lee? No clue. Uh, <laughs> six. Six for oh, Pinkman. Oh, God. Five. Five for Jim. Yeah. Five for me. I'm Five counting for on people reading it in school. And this number has been good to me so far today. I'm going five as well. Five for Jack. Question four with answers of five and six from the file. Which authoress wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Dang it. Harper Lee. I don't know. Harper Lee. I don't know. Pass. Pass. No clue. Pass. (laughs) Harper Lee. Three. Three. All right. No one's picking up points on that one. Question five. Oh, God. Oh, boy. The United Kingdom's Prime Jim. Minister, Jim? Uh, Theresa May. That is incorrect. Moira. I mean, it's correct. No. Oh. Moira, Russia. Russia, that is correct. Nice, Mo. Nicely done. The United Kingdom's Prime Minister accused which country of poisoning an ex-spy using the powerful mm. nerve agent Novichok? Mm-hmm. Mo, Russia is correct. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said the mother country? <laughs> um... Oh, I'll swing for the fences. Eight. Eight for Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven. Seven for Jim. Oh, even no clues. Oh, Gotta know it's this hard. one. Uh, it's either seven, seven or eight. Seven. Seven for Pinkman. Oh. What are you going to do, Jack? I think someone's going to... Uh, no, see, Jack I'm going to go seven and be disappointed someone got it right instead of going eight and be disappointed someone got it wrong. Going seven? What? Yes. 
Question five. Oh. With answers of seven and eight from the file. Bing, bing, bing. More positive that The way. United Kingdom's prime minister accused which country of poisoning an ex-spy using the powerful nerve agent Novichok? Russia. Um, Russia? Germany? Dummy! Yes! yes. Russia? Dumb. No, leave Russian? him alone. Thank you, Mikey. Russia? Russia? Seriously, dude? He's a like, nice that's... guy. Leave him alone. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, well, he, he might be a nice guy, but he's as dumb as a you stone. You know who he is. He helps you out a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't say these words. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Pilot Mike. What are you thinking? It wasn't no, him. Not no, Pilot Mike. Oh, oh, it was a Pilot, was Pilot Mike. Mike. Jack, Jim, and Pinkman. No, Pilot Mike would have known about it. up oh two points. Mo. Hey, you get a point, Mo. Yeah, okay. whoop de doo You get a point. whoop point is better than no point. Yeah, that's true. You want to stop there? How many do you have left? I got five left. Yeah. We're going to take a little break. I got a reconnoiter. At least you, you got that undeserved bonus Wait. point on the first question. Yeah. What no, are you going to do? Fine. I got a reconnoiter. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, review that tape. I just want to see what's going oh, on there. I don't want any uh, bad blood. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you mean? About what? Pikmin? Yeah. The yeah. first question. Yeah, what does it matter? It's gone. It does matter. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> Listen, I need to be okay. able to crucify Listen, Fritz. I'll, I'll tell you because I got, no skin, in, I got no skin in this game, although I do like seeing you lose a point. Um, okay. You said it first, but it was a little quieter. Mo came yeah. in a little You're louder. You're not very assertive. Yeah, Mo's Thanks. assertive. Yeah. Mo's, yeah. And she's she's overpowering you with Being, volume. Yes. you got to get in there, son. Being yeah. louder doesn't make you writer. But... Yeah, but nobody said, what'd you say? Yeah. Like, what? Hey, Did he say something? But the game host chose Moira, and then she answered. Just so. yell out uh, fiancé, and we'll, uh, we'll understand. <laughs> yeah, let's what. hear how that works. Fiancé. Intended. It's the My Phillips God. File on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the question. Oh, Fritz. It's Fritz on the street. Back to Fritz on the street, brought to us in part by... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We bring you the first politically correct monster truck rally. Unless, of course, you find that to be inconvenient. In which case, we'll have a matinee on Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Featuring such non-offensive sports vehicles as appropriately sized foot, mild-mannered canine, funeral service worker, and son of funeral service worker, who although slightly younger, still gets paid a living wage. And current DC truck rally champion, I'm okay with our country having a black president. Price admission includes the entire seat, but you'll only need the edge. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Try to respect the wishes of our neighbors and keep the noise down, down, down. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> That's a ridiculous. I want to go. All right, five <laughs> questions remaining for uh, Fritz on the street. That is correct. <laughs> Question six. Oh, 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 if you oh, think my. you know it, yeah, yeah, chime yeah. in for that bonus point. Jim. Nope. Oh, Jim. I'm going for the long ball. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Question I, six. I got a, I got a real, I got a, yeah, this one. I'm holding on to this one. Redford. All right, do it. Yeah. In which country does the fabled Loch Ness monster? Jim, Scotland. That is correct. You got mm. that one. In which country does the fabled Loch Ness monster reside, Jim? You are correct. Scotland out of eight answers. How many do you think said Scotland? Is there Scotland. one outlier? Is there just one outlier? No clue. <laughs> no clue. Where else would it be? <laughs> oh, that's a hint. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I'll first... go, all right, I'll, I'll take the bait. I'll, t I'll go eight. Eight? Oh, not a I'll chance. I'll go eight. Seven. 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 <laughs> Seven for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Points. What do you think, Mo? 
Oh, seven. Said I said seven. We, we all said seven, seven at the same, same time. time. Oh, oh, weird. Question six with answers of seven and eight from the file. In which country oh, does the favorite Loch Ness monster oh. reside? Scotland. We still have hope. Scotland? Scotland. Scotland. Ireland. Uh, Canada? Scotland. <laughs> Scotland? <laughs> Six. We'll take a point. Scotland, yeah. Ireland and Canada. <laughs> yeah, right. Jack Pinkman and Mo each. Oh yeah, we point. got some big ones up oh, there. You I know, yeah. I've never seen it myself, but in that Lake Whitefish, there's something swimming out there. Yeah, we call <laughs> them lake lizards, though. <laughs> lake yeah. lizard, nice. Question Don seven. Don Hendrickson. They haven't seen him since 1968. Something sucked him right down through that hole. He was ice, ice fishing that oh, day. Oof, yeah, got that right. Question seven. Who recently resigned as the White Jack. House? Jack. Hope Hicks. That is incorrect. Pinkman. Pinkman. Gary Cohn. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, good job. Good <laughs> job. Nicely done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was too late for Rex Tillerson. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that was good. Morning. That was smart because I jumped on on Fritz last week. What about Hope, Hope Hicks? <laughs> what about Hope Hicks? Yeah, it's I like forgot about Cohn. <laughs> Who recently resigned as the White House uh, Chief Economic Advisor? Pinky, you got that one right. And Cohn. Pinky. Out of eight answers, how many oh, do you think said Gary Cohn? Three. Three. Oh, that's that's two. Two. two for me. Two for Jack. Yeah, two. two. For I think it's probably one. Two. Oh. Question seven with answers of two and three from the file. Here we go. Who recently oh. resigned as the White House Chief Economic Advisor? Pass. Mostly. I don't know. I don't know that guy's name. I don't know. Mueller? Mueller? I don't know. Gary Cohn. Again. Pass. <laughs> one. Should have done it, Mo. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So no. Jack, Jack, Jim, and Mo picking up one point each. Lucky. We'll take it. Question eight. Eight. Number eight. 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 Who was the first gymnast to be awarded a perfect score? Moira. Mo. Now do you come in each? That is correct. Yeah. Good job, Mo. Who was the first gymnast to be awarded a perfect score of ten at the Olympics? Mo, you got that one right. Mm. Nadia, come in each. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Nadia Comaneci or Nadia Comaneci? Mm. Oh, I like how it gave you an option. Yeah. Of pronunciation. Um, two. Two. Oh, no. Really? Three. Three? Oh, I don't know. Five. Five for Jack. Oh, wait, I'm old. Never mind. Damn it. Mm. I'm too high. Jim's thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. Go four. Four's open. That, that was a long time ago. That was old. Two. Two for Jim. With answers of two, three, and five from the five. <gasps> bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Two points. <laughs> Who was the first gymnast to be awarded a perfect score of 10 at the Olympics? No clue. Just going to say what I thought of Mary Lou Retton. Nadia Comaneci. Uh -oh. Nadia Comaneci. Uh-oh. I, I don't know. Pass. Pass. Nadia Coleman. Oh, three. three pinkies getting yes. two points. Ah, Jim and Mo each picking up one point. All right. Each. Okay, then. Okay, then. What are you going to do? Oh, I have two questions left. Question nine. Last week, which Star Wars actor was awarded with a Moira. Mo? Mark Hamill. That is correct. Four bonus points all day for Mo. Nice. Last mm -hmm. week, which Star Wars great. actor, shut up, was awarded <laughs> with a Hollywood Walk of Fame star? Mo, you got that one right out of eight answers. How many do you think said Mark Hamill? Um, six. Six for Mo. That's a good guess, I think. Five. Five for Jeff. <sighs> what are you gonna Five do also. Five also for Pink Man. Hmm. I'll go. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What? Swing for the I'll pick. go six. 
Six for Jim. Yeah. Question nine with answers of five and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. No. Last week, <laughs> which Star Wars actor was awarded with a Hollywood Walk of Fame star? Oh, isn't it Mr. Hamill? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. No clue. I should know that. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. One more. Mark Hamill. There you go. Damn it. Harrison Ford. There you go. Six. So, uh, Jim and Mo picking up two points each. Pinkman and Jack picking up one point. We got one more. That's it. Question 10. Yeah. What is the capital of Delaware? Moira. Jack. Mo? Um, Dover? Jim. That is correct. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Jim is were you going to say Annapolis? What were you going to say? Annapolis? Uh, Delaware. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say Dover. <laughs> oh, well, okay then. What other place can you name in Delaware? Annapolis? Wilmington? Wilmington. Uh, All right. Nice. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. Not Mo, the capital. Mo, you got that uh, one right. Out of, <laughs> out of eight answers, how many do you think said Dover is the capital of Delaware? Four. Of, four. Two. Two for Pinkman. Three. Three for Jim. I've been true to it. I have to go with it and say five. Five. Yeah, that's the one, two, five. three, four, five. five, six, seventh time you've said five. Thank you. <laughs> Question 10 with answers. Here we go. From the file of two, three, four, and five. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. <laughs> what is the capital of Delaware? <laughs> Dover? Uh-oh. Oh, no, oh, not good. Dover. Uh-oh. Oh. Dover. Not oh. good. Not good. Dover, Delaware, Damn I don't it. know. Boring. Delaware has a capital. <laughs> Four. So Mo's yeah, picking up two points. Jim nice. and Jack each picking up one point, and that is Fritz on the street. Hi, Yay! Fritz. Great job. Good job, Thank Fritz. You. I can tell you, we all gained ground on our leader, Mr. Pinkman, today. Mm, if and I'm if I'm losing by, by one, one point, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> what's the, what's the final score? <laughs> Okay, right, so what's this? Where, where are the standings? I have them right here, Jim. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. And doing the math right now oh, brings us to uh, Moira having a very strong second half of the game yeah. and actually tied you, Jim, for the best today. You okay. both had 13 right. Nice. I had 11 right. Pinkman had nine. Our new totals, are you ready for this? Yes. Pinkman leads with a 119. 119. Tied for second with <gasps> 117, oh. Jim and Moe. Uh-oh. And Damn. I am now in third with 110, just nine points off the lead. 110. The last time we were this close, it was like the first two weeks of the year. No Heather Locklear. What? No. Oh, what? crazy oh, Heather. Heather. No helicopter. Uh, the helicopter. I was thinking about the helicopter. No Tiger Woods. The Nepal air crash. Oh, my God. So, no March Madness. No March Madness. No going for the obvious answers. Jim would guess on the first <laughs> syllable of your question. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fritz. Good job. Fritz on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Tim Weasel. A startup is pitching a mind-uploading service that is 100% fatal. They say they can preserve your brain for years to come. You humans are smart. The only way you'll defeat robots in the future is by turning yourself into cyborgs. Bravo. Next, Saskatoon police are urging the public to turn in cocaine after fentanyl deaths. Oh yeah, why don't you give up the danger snow in favor of real snow? Nice try, Mounties. Finally, a man in Spain skipped work for six years and still got paid. This guy achieved every working individual's dream. Lucky SOB. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see a woman sing like no one is watching in a train car at realradio.fm. And transmission. 
Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 104.1 Everybody! 
BG. So let's play a little bit of person, place, or a thing. Oh, there. Now that's the music. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Kind of relax. <laughs> Snifter of brandy. Hey, so open fire. Have you enjoyed this week leaving work to daylight? Oh, it's weird. You mean yesterday? I'm not as bothered yeah. <laughs> by it as I have in the past, and I'm not sure why. It's, you know, it, doesn't, it is what it is. Before it's not going to like this. It seems like it's going to be too hot too soon. Now you go home and it seems too hot. Just wait. Yeah. It's all going to come crumbling down if they pass this stupid law. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a bet on that? Uh, I believe you and you didn't take that. I offered the bet you wouldn't take it. Right. Wait, did we have a bet on Tillerson? <gasps> yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> well, about that. Well, it's got to go earlier. through 12 pages of bets to I don't, find I, it. I don't know about Tillerson. I think he was one of the ones... That, that might, have, that might have been an old bet, though. It yeah. may have been. That he, he would have been out by, out by yeah, Halloween. Yeah, he's out. I mean, the uh, the things that you have now sitting are Kush and Ivanka uh, moving back to New York by Easter, which is April 1st. That's coming up. Uh, let's <laughs> I bet see. you a dollar he gets rid of the uh, V8 secretary mm. within, a, within a week. Mm, no deal. No clue. You have a couple Jared bets, uh, some other Jared bets, um, but I don't see anything about Tillerson. Melania yeah. will be back in New York by Thanksgiving. Oh, that's, that's a given. Well, yeah, we'll see that. about oh, that. That's a given. As soon as that kid gets out, as soon as Barron gets into summer recess, they're back at Trump Tower. Well, that's May or June. Last I checked. Yeah, so that's... So do you want to make it May or June? No. Why, are you Why would I do that? I don't know. Why would... <laughs> there's, there's, there's no reason that I would do that. Right. Here, take my money. <laughs> well, it, do you believe that or you don't believe it? You just threw it out there as a wild I, I set it up as Thanksgiving. Okay. I'm not going to shorten it. It doesn't do me any good. If she, He might want to shorten it. If she moves yeah. back by Thanksgiving with the kid once summer comes along, it doesn't nullify the bet because she may move back come September. She may, but I think once she moves, she's she's there. Uh-huh. This Stormy Daniels thing, she's she's gonna she's just gonna finally go. I'm not taking this anymore. Well, what did the editorial say in the paper yesterday? Something like she knew what she was getting into. This guy. So you know, it's not like this is a surprise for her that her husband is sort of you know has this playboy sort of thing and is a you know. Dating his second wife, still married to his first wife. I mean, all of these things, he seems to have been a philanderer he all likes along. to grab women by the pee. Uh, yeah, but, right? she's, I mean, uh, she, but she's not crazy about the idea that every day that she gets up, it's splashed all over the paper and on, on morning uh, morning television shows. She wasn't counting on that. Yeah. I mean, there might yeah, be a certain public. degree. Say, look, I didn't, I didn't buy into that. I get your philandering. I think. I understand, uh, but, I, but that doesn't mean I have to like to see my face on the paper. You know, is the one who's being humiliated. She's gone. She's out of there. I wouldn't be surprised for her to be divorced or file for divorce before the end of the year. That's that bet is on there. I think she is wildly less surprised by him cheating on her than she is finding herself as first lady. I don't think she. Yeah, that's right. She cried when they when they won. Oh, I have to move to Washington. Yeah, well, it was like I didn't I didn't count on this. No, I didn't bank on this at no, all. No, I think you know, I think there might be spouses out there. Said, so, look, I know what I bought into. I, you know, I know, you know, he's he runs around uh, on his wives, and he's got to run down, run around. And they might have some kind of an agreement. Who knows? But I don't think part of the agreement was it's not going to bother me if uh, you know if your affairs are splattered all over the New York Post. Yeah. 
That's where all your friends are. Right. They're in the city and they look at the exactly. New York Times. She wanted to be a lady Come who Come on, Melania. Have some respect. Have some self-respect or what? Have some what? Yeah, whatever. Self-respect or is it doesn't matter. I mean, just have some respect for yourself. You don't have to. Well, now, she might have a prenup, meaning that any kind of divorce, she gets zero. But I think there, any good lawyer can get even get around a prenup to a certain degree. After it wasn't all this that time. long ago yeah. that where a first lady was dealing with a philandering husband and people were saying, why doesn't she leave him? Why is she staying around? Mm-hmm. Those people aren't the ones being vocal now, though. Yeah. Let's talk about Hillary. I knew you were talking Hillary, about Hillary, Mo. Oh. Yeah, I think she's out. I think she's going to pack the bags. and She'd be the first first lady in history yeah. to, what, divorce him while he's in office? Or, you know, may, sep- maybe. True? Enough weird things Isn't have it? happened in the past year. I don't know. <laughs> Hell, yeah, right. So many damn straight. This is the best soap opera on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you don't get any better than this. Every day something new. It if is. only the future of the world wasn't hanging in the balance. That's Ooh, right. Very good point. <laughs> it, yeah, talk that's about a, making that's anxious. An excellent oh. point. I mean, you look at this. That's you're going, this is, yeah, that this is. is absolutely. Right. I mean, every single day there's something new, and then you go, whoa, 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 back off. I mean, this is not. Yeah. When you get down to brass tacks, this is very serious the business. The nu- nukes will be falling, and Moira's going to be like, and I was worried about that stupid game. And now Russia is uh, threatening the yeah. Great Britain. So, well, don't forget we have nukes. Well, they got nukes too. That's right. You know, how many nukes does it take to, to you know, to you know, say, well, you know, we got 500 nukes in Russia. Well, we got 15 here in Great Britain, but that can do a lot of damage. That's true. You know, how many do you need? Exactly. Just how many times one. over do you need to destroy the planet? Thank you very much. All right, let's play some PPT. What's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? It is a pair of one-day Universal Orlando tickets with parked park access Sweet. and more, so you can celebrate Mardi Gras yeah, yeah. going on now through April 7th. Uh, you can find out more info at UniversalOrlando.com. Okay, let's get this underway. You know what I'm saying? I Here do. is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Robert. You're first up, Robert. Ready to play? Yes, I am. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. A person. A person. Let's go with a person. Uh, Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Clue number one. Take heed, Pinkman. Time magazine named this millennial as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. I'll give you you a helping hand. It's a a her, not a him. Oh. Time magazine named this female millennial as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. The world. Uh, Oprah Winfrey? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's That's see. That's your final answer. No, it's not her. It's nice not try, one. though. Here we go. Here is Anthony. Clue number two, Anthony. At, at only age 17, she moved to Melbourne to further her growing acting career. You go, girl. Aw. Okay. Uh, millennial, you said? She's a millennial at age 17. She moved to Melbourne to further her growing acting career. You go, girl. Sorry, coming up with Nicole Kidman. Right. Okay. Right. Well, no, it's not right, but you guess, and that's what's important, son. That's what's very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here is uh, Cornelius. Oh. Clue number three, Cornelius. Taking it to the street, Forbes featured this wall-breaking producer in their 30 under 30 list. Wolf. 
Excuse me, could you repeat that? Yeah, I'll repeat. I'll change it around a little bit. Listen up, Wolf. Taking it to the street, Forbes featured this wall-breaking producer in their 30 under 30 list. It's a tough one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. But thanks, Brad. That's your final answer. Thanks, Brad. It's not Brad, sorry. Here is... uh... All right, Finn, here we go. Clue number four. It's about time to focus, people. Name this rising star. This is a tough one. Could, could you repeat all of the clues, That's please? a good idea. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know right, if Jim has the know. patience for that, well, but we I'll can try. I'll do it because I've got enough time. If <laughs> I didn't right. have time, all I'd right, say well, no way. That's fine. All right, here you go. Clue number one. Take heed, Pinkman. Time Magazine named this millennial, millennial as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. Clue number two. At only age 17, she moved to Melbourne to further her acting career. You go, girl. Clue number three. Taking it. Taking it, taken to the street. Forbes featured this wall-breaking producer in their 30 under 30 list. Wolf. Clue number four, your clue. It's about time to focus. People, name this rising star. Oh, is it? It's a her? Hello? Yeah, it's a her. Oh, yeah. it's a she. Okay. I'm going to have to answer that question. Bar- Barbara Streisand. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Um, you can do it. You can do that, it. That, that uh, legally uh, blonde <gasps> actress. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. That's your final answer? My final answer. No, it's not uh, Reese Witherspoon, but man, you know, you pulled that right out of your, you know, you, put, you just pulled it yeah, out. I don't okay. think Google worked for him. No. <laughs> you gave it a shot. All right, Mike, here we go. Clue number five. Come oh. on, man. The, the squad is calling. I, Tanya, for one, expect to see a lot more of her talents. <laughs> ah, I get it. Oh, good one. Good one, Brad. Yes, this is difficult. Come on, man. The, the squad is calling. I, Tanya, for one, expect to see a lot more of her talents. Am I the one on? You yeah, are. Buddy. Come on, buddy. All you for the win. Come on, I just gave you the clue. Be incredible. Incredible. <laughs> oh, I'm extremely excited. Come along. As are is we. It, is it Margot Robbie? That's your final answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> you got it, baby. You got it, Margot Robbie. Oh, you got it. <laughs> ah, he's so happy. That guy's good. He is good. That is good. He's a player. He's good at Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. Don't get me started. No, don't, don't get him started. Don't yeah. get all of us started. Who doesn't want to be started? I don't know. None of us want to be started. No right. starting. Not until stop. later. Right, Just stopping, started. no starting. All that cocaine of Margot Robbie. Tell Ooh. you what. Jim, we mentioned it a little <laughs> earlier. <laughs> this Thursday is the second night for the Monsters Annual Comedian of the Year competition. Such a fun night. Moyer oh, yeah. is going to be one of the judges uh, this Thursday night, come on out. It's going to be, it's at the Abbey. Can't wait. Uh, uh, doors open at seven. Competition starts at eight. They're done around 10 p.m. So it's not, not too late a night on your Thursday evening. Hell, even I can stay up till 10. Come How on now, that? folks. Comedians performing are Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Gina Watkins Burgess. She was on the Monsters today along with Eugene Torres, uh, Dougie Almeida and James Yan all competing. And plus monster, former monster comedian of the year, Miguel Colon will be doing. Uh, a set as well. Tickets are on sale now. They have GA. They have reserve seating. Plus, they have the Hard Rock Orlando VIP seating. Whoa. It includes dinner and two Bud Lights. 
Get tickets now at monsters.fm, keyword funding. It's brought to you by Bud Light and Hard Rock Orlando. It's a lot That's of fun. That's a fact, Jack! That's a fact, Jack! Nah. It's a great movie. Yeah, I, I, I might watch Coco tonight. The cartoon? I want to see it. I don't like to refer to it as a cartoon. An animation. Uh, oh, animated anime. film? What else is on? There's, an, there's a couple of others. That uh, What's the one about the teenager? Ladybird. Uh, Ladybird. Yeah. Uh-huh. I heard mixed reviews on that one. I don't know if you're not. What? Uh, they, uh, what I've heard, also I've heard mixed. I've heard from men that, you know, because it's a story of a mother-daughter and that conflict or whatever, yeah. that's, they're not crazy about it. But women certainly can relate to their own mother and to their daughters if they have any. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, I'm not crazy about teenage conflicts with their parents. Uh, I want to see, uh, let's see, Ready Player One. I want to see Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow's getting... Uh, Man, I don't care. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it too, but it's not. I know. Game people Night. Are, people are not raving. Yeah, who's about in it. Game Night? Is uh, Jason Bateman. And uh, uh, the we one. We went through this Amy already. Adams. A- no. No. The other one. Mc- Rachel, Rachel McAdams. I want to see that. I want to see that movie about the raid on Entebbe. Uh-huh. Yes. What's the, the name, name of it? Is, I don't know. Raid on Entebbe. Yeah. yeah. There's more movies out there. Even <laughs> with is. Movie Pass, I'm going every week and still can't keep up with all the movies I want to see. But it's great. Oh, you're going to run into no a summer fear. slump. Did you like Jumanji with Kevin Hart? Haven't seen it yet. Oh, see, that's what I want to see. I wouldn't mind. I like but him. Last time we went, you know, we always know what we want to see. Yeah. Going every week. A lot of the things that I wanted to see around the Academy Awards when I got that pass are no longer in the theater. So we ended up looking at each other and saying, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. What didn't you want to see? There were a bunch of things that are out now that are just like, <laughs> you know, nah, not so good. Sometimes it, it, you can't you tell. Don't know. Sometimes you can't do yeah. it. was the one where, you know, I can't remember. See, that's the beauty with MoviePass. It's not costing you anything. So go see Fine. a movie that you're not sure about. costing you your time. Yeah. And you there say, oh, that was, you that might was three hours. It. I could have knitted a sweater. <laughs> that's I don't Mr. Like, Rogers. I don't uh, like the cover of that book. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, I read the reviews. I read oh, the I do that all the time. I judge, I judge I read, a book by its cover. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll read some reviews and say, okay, it's going to pause it, so I'll pick it up. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm browsing, mm. I, I judge no a book interest. all the time by its cover. Good <laughs> God. Give me a good cover. <laughs> Got to have a good cover and a bad book the other way around. No, it's not. No. We're out of here. Back tomorrow at 3. We'll continue our series of interviews as it relates to the uh, opioid and heroin epidemic in Central Florida. That's tomorrow at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C. Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. So tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.